Welcome to Stage Crunchy and Move. Yes, it's Cleveland's longest running podcast and the place to hang with your internet besties. Got questions or comments? The email address for the show is podcast at stagecrunchyandmilk.com. Crunchy, of course, being spelled with a K. You can also give us a call or message us at 216-264-6311. That's 216-264-6311. We're available anywhere fine podcasts are, and of course, at the website, stagecrunchyandmilk.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share the show wherever possible, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And now, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays like, nah, don't come here tomorrow. <laughs> Which is the wildest shit to me, because I'm like, y'all, you have no idea. We, yes, it could be terrible tomorrow, but come on, man. It used to be we wait till we got there before we close schools. What, 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 what's supposed It could be bad tomorrow, back in the day, and I still have to go to school. I don't know, man. I never really got. I never had much of those. You got to go on a terrible day situation. They was they was pretty good about shutting them down, but that's because, of course, I was bust. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 when I went to school here, it was during the busing time. When I went to school in Atlanta, it only snowed once. I want to say '93, and it was the worst snow I ever had in my entire life. And it was in Atlanta. Snow was up to my like like almost my thighs. It was crazy. It was crazy out. I think this is like becoming one of those things where it's like people who played in the NBA in the seventies only made like 250,000 a year. And now we're in the two thousands and like motherfuckers are making like 50 K a year. And then like the old timers look at them like back in my day, we didn't get that kind of money. And these kids today, now we're looking at it like these motherfuckers getting out of school the day before it even snows. Back in my day, we had to walk to school in three feet of snow, and I'm just like, you know, I'm I'm bitter and I'm jealous, but I should also be thankful that like they're you know being smarter about it. Whereas, but I'm still gonna be a little like jealous and bitter. I I try oh, to yeah. like I I try to do duality with it. Like I can be bitter and jealous and upset, but also happy for them at the same time. Well, for me, it's more like, uh, do we never do we not just wait? Do you not like you know before you make that call? I, it just it seems it seems like early to make that call. I guess especially with the unpredictability of actual weather forecasts most of the time. Yeah, but like my brother texted me and said that yeah they he got they canceled school tomorrow, so he only went to school one day this week. Mm, nice, John. Uh, they they canceled mm, the day before yesterday for uh, windshield, and then of course, like I said, tomorrow for uh, impending snow. So they're supposed to arrive here at eleven, potentially. So they canceled. Uh, so Monday was, you know, um, King Day. Tuesday they went back to school, which it was only ten degrees a day. So I mean that day, but then they said the wind chill factor was supposed to keep our uh, the, them out on Wednesday, but Wednesday ended up being ten degrees warmer. <laughs> <laughs> did Tuesday, so, but and then then like I got a you know Richmond High School, but yeah, uh, the school call um around eleven p.m. and um then they canceled it. Like my mother was like, "Don't you you should keep the boys home tomorrow. It's supposed to be real cold." I'm like, "It was cold yesterday. They ain't gonna uh, close the school," and then they it's- did. 
Well, sure, but it ain't like your, it ain't like your kids walking to school. They don't walk to school. They don't walk to school. Up. They they walk maybe fifty feet. <laughs> and yes, it might sometimes it might be a dangerous fifty feet <laughs> because um, they don't always uh, shovel it. Most times they have it together because my kids yeah. be fucking around all morning and they are always late to school. And um, I don't want to. I don't want to make it sound like a. I don't want to like. I don't want to be the crotchy old man, but like, are we maybe at times getting a little too soft? Like, well, if the kids came and waited at the bus stop for ten minutes, like, because it's, it's too cold, then where are we going? Like, where? Like, I, I, I feel like it's 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 uh it's better education. We know better now. We know skin can freeze uh, in in real quick, like in quick happening. You know what I'm saying? And Especially so forth. little fingers. And, yeah, because cause they just don't be trying. They be like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm taking my gloves off. You never know. Yes. You know, kids is wild. Yeah. And so I feel like we're smarter now. Science is real. And we know to do better. I, I just, like I said, I'm just kind of like, I mean, yeah, I guess it could be snowing when I wake up in the morning. But it may, it could be just as easy. Not at all. Because that's just how weather functions. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, the wind could just I, Here's win. the thing about all that, though. And, like, I hear you and I get that. But, like... Aren't those lessons supposed to prepare you for the future? Because, like, when you become an adult, you don't get to stay home because it's 10 degrees outside. Like, you still got to throw your, your winter clothes on. You Like, it's part of why I feel like I failed when I went to college. Because, like, I didn't have to spend my earlier years before that learning how to study. Like, learning how to buckle down and, like, put effort in. Like, when it didn't come easy, I failed. So then it's like we have all these kids and like they don't learn at a younger age what it's like to have to be outside for 10 minutes in the cold waiting on a school bus or like what it will be like having to park away from work and then walk up to work in <laughs> when it's like zero degrees outside. It's like it shit becomes like a culture shock and it's hard to deal with because you never you have people like soft shoe you through it the whole way through that when you actually got to face it, it's like, are, are you prepared for that kind of shit? And like maybe some of them will be. That, that's all I'm wondering. It's like I want to. I want kids to be safe and shit. I'm not saying like they should be like it should be like a blizzard outside and they can't see and negative thirty. We should throw them out there. But like if it's ten, you're trying to tell me they don't have winter coats, hats, and gloves and, and boots and shit. And like <laughs> some some don't. Like what what I learned recently is like yes, me and my partner do okay. Um. But then I see some of them other kids at school, and I'm like, oh, I might live in a suburb, but everybody don't live in a nice part of my suburb. And it's like, there are so many different resources for the kids. Like, hey, some kids don't have a coat here still, and some kids don't have boots, and some kids don't get to eat unless they come to school here. And I'm like... At but first, now they can't eat because you closed school. No, usually, <laughs> usually what they what they'll do is they have the program where like, hey, um, we'll set you up, we'll set you up with lunch. Somebody's got to come pick it up, or I, I, some of the uh, teachers that might care might drop it off because like the whole summer, that's all they talked about. Like, and during like the pandemic, like, hey, come get a hot meal. Still, we'll bring you a hot meal. Like, um. It's it's what I was gonna say is I find that 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 mindset that you have box uh, fascinating because Vanessa has a similar mindset and I don't 
And I don't know if them them 10 years make a difference, but apparently they do. I don't fuck with that whole, like, we're preparing them for something. It's like, man, life is tough as it is. <laughs> they will be prepared plenty by by well, a lot of things. I just don't. I, I and, and it's like it, it, it it's it's interesting to me that uh that, that that's that's not how you approach it per se, but that's that what that's where your mind immediately takes you to, man. Like these motherfuckers gonna be soft. It's like nah, it's enough bullshit in this world to make them otherwise hard. And uh, they them not knowing uh, until it happens how cold cold can be. Well, I mean, I've been putting you in coach for your whole life. I've been telling you it's cold for a reason. You'll know. You'll just experience it at a, at a different lane. You'll be like, oh yeah, okay. So that's what my man, old man, was talking about. Oh, that's what my mama was talking about. So when this all, so it's not. Like, I don't feel you will be uh, lesser prepared for it. You just um, will experience it later, and that's I feel fine. Like, I feel like some lessons, though, you only learn by actually going through it. Like someone could tell you what everything until they're blue in the face, but like until you actually go through it yourself, it's almost like the words just fall on deaf ears. Cause like I, I've done, I've done, I've gone through shit like that where like, you know, my dad was talking to me about like how hard the world is with like, you know, the economy and how fucked up things are like for decades, for my whole life. And until I got into my late thirties and I deal with like, you know, the, like the job market and, and the raising cost of goods and all this shit. It's like, now I hear him, but like, he's been saying you it for years. You know, I just, I, yeah, oh. it's like, I get it now, but like, he told me this for all this, this, my whole life. And like, I didn't really believe him or like, not, 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 I didn't believe him, but I didn't fully comprehend it until I'm in the shit, you know? And like, like uh, and I'm not trying to like say that, like, I think everybody's soft and all that. I'm just saying, I know that me personally, by not learning how to handle certain things a certain way when I was younger, it made it harder for me down the line. And, 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 and so it's like, I, I just hope that people wouldn't repeat my mistakes is all, all I'm trying to say. For, for me, it's the opposite of that. I uh, was kind of very wise. So I got, when I got to these times, my times in life, I was fully prepared. And I, and I, and I've tried to adhere to a lot of the lessons my mother has taught, taught me in how I raise, have raised my kids. So hopefully they are, you know, readily prepared. Like I said, both of them was out yesterday in the, in the, no, no, it was, was the day before they had, they had no school. Yeah, they had school today and didn't have school yesterday. So, so they, uh, Lee didn't have school yesterday. And it was like, are we all going to go meet up at uh, Panera? So it's not like they went down this cold. They just didn't have to go to school. Again, it's, it's like, I feel like the, the, the lesson per se is certainly being taught. It's, uh, it's, it's, we, we have been, we keep, we get told oftentimes you ain't learning. It's like, mm, I'm learning how I'm learning might not be how you wanted me to learn. It might be as, not as direct in education as you w- one would have hoped, but I learned how I learned. And so I never really roll with that. They need to learn this type of, you know, like, mm, they'll learn how they learn. And that lesson will come when it comes, how it comes. And I can't do shit about it. So I think we're on the same page. Actually, we just like, you would like them to not. And same for me, I would like them to not have to learn hard lessons. Can't do shit about that. They're going to learn them lessons the hard way. Or or not. <laughs> some might take it the soft way. Some will not. And this is what it is, man. People are absorbing how they will. I just think it's weird. Again, I'm going to let my whole point be it ain't snow yet. We have no idea how much snow will be around here. Not going to be. It, it could be. It, no doubt. It could be, you know, the one. But it could also just miss us completely, which is 
happens oftentimes. And if it does snow tomorrow and, and it's like tons of feet of snow on the ground, good call. Maybe but this is more for the parents so that they can make arrangements. Because like I remember, I, yeah, I, I remember being a kid dope, and they like getting up and uh, yeah, because like you know if you got to arrange daycare or you know call shit like whatever, yeah, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Because I remember being a kid and like waking up like twenty minutes before I would normally wake up to find to watch the little scroll around <laughs> the news and see if our school district was on there or not. You know, like our school, like school didn't fucking call my house and be like, "Don't come." We had to watch like Channel Eight and just see, watch. Oh, fuck! It's like watching the TV guy channel. Like, oh fuck! You know, you walk out of the room for one second, you miss it. So now you gotta sit there and watch the whole scroller again until the he gets back to the seas. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> so, change the channel. You gotta check with Channel Five now. They call me, they text me, they email me, and then they do the same thing to Vanessa. So ain't nobody not aware it went down. Well, but remember when I when we were kids, we didn't have. Oh, for sure. I dig it. I like I like that we have such a, a, a system in place that it's like when it goes down, we all gonna know. <laughs> it was kind of like opening gifts, you know. You didn't know what you were gonna get. Like you sit there, you're like, oh man, are we getting a gift or are we getting coal? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I like, remember, man, the one year, it was like the late nineties. And we had like that two weeks where we went to school like twice out of two weeks because the snow was so bad. I remember like we went to school on like a Friday. We, we were out of school Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We went to school on a Friday and our teacher's like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to see you guys for like another week based on the forecast. And then like we literally <laughs> didn't go to school for like another week after that. It was almost and we had just come off a of Christmas break, too. So it was almost like we weren't in school for an entire month. Mm. I remember, when, I remember when when that would happen. They sometimes give you some some extra days at the back end. They would always oh, fucking and, and say that shit, like like threaten us with that shit, but they would never follow through with it. Hey, mm-hmm. It's wild out here, man. I I do I, I do remember them them promising that and it coming to um, true because I've only been to um it might but that might have been also a school strike. But I went to school one year on my birthday, and my birthday is on the thirteenth of June. So, uh, it was it was a that was week- normal for us. Oh, but like like <laughs> shit, it seems like kids got out in May now and shit. They do, yeah. So 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 when I lived in Tennessee, we got out in May, but went back in August, like early August. And when I got up here, it was we went back like after Labor Day. Yeah, it was usually like we it was either that last week of August, we went to school for a couple of days, then we were out for a couple of days cuz uh like uh, that first week of September, like Yeah. um and then it would like yeah, we'll be out. And then school And then we officially get rolling that first that second week of November. Yeah. So yeah, I mean September. September. But then I, I do remember like Labor Day, it was like that was the End of school. Usually, that's when it would end. Okay. Fascinating. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's, it's always weird to me I, I, how I don't know the time flows and goes and so forth. Because, like I said, the kids now they start back in. Well, well the kid starts in August and gets out usually late May. Uh, the very like very very early June. So I don't know. <laughs> Ohio's weird. And we done had a, uh, uh, some interesting politics change the way we do things uh, education-wise, so I, I can never call it 
And uh, and I don't. <laughs> but uh, as you hear this, who knows? Uh, by the time you hear this, uh, we could have been snowed in or uh, not a damn thing happened. And uh, we'll let you know either way next week. <laughs> Drink your water. Uh, let's 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 uh, get the party started. Double check, make sure I'm recording. I am. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I start a small time dope gang cocaine. Pushing rocks on the block. I'm never broke, man. Sporting jewelry and that shit that came with rolling hard. You try to school me, you'll get served with no regard. Boy, don't test me because I'm tired of teaching lessons. So motherfuck you in that bullshit you stressing. Because it ain't nothing but the money flow in this camp. And if you short me, you'll forever wear a stamp. So watch your back and prepare for the hit, man. Black off for black and Diaco take no shit, and You'll be bumped up, bumped off, no trace. On the for of my nigga, just call me Scarface. Hello and welcome to it. It's five, so uh, 524. Sorry, I had to double check that. And, we, and ain't no timing out going on around. Yeah, I am the internet's Taylor 713. Join us all with my best friends. It's the 216 zone, Tatum. Yes. Um, and of course, back. After a, a quick little week off, it's the big home lunchbox. Two zero. No, no. I I did take the week off last week, didn't I? Man, time flies. <laughs> Nick, you came and stepped in for you, so it's all to the good, uh, big baby. Uh, I'm sure how, my how fa- was, my, uh, my father appreciates it. How was your <laughs> folks' uh, birthday OG celebration? So. You know, if we want to just like get into it here, <clears throat> can make Please? this what you know my, my segment or whatever. Rearrange, remix, remix. So, <laughs> here, here's an issue I have when it comes to my parents and me saying that I want to take them to dinner. It's it's actually a couple things. One, when I say that, while I do like spending time with my family. There are times when I say, hey, I want to take you guys to dinner. When I mean only my parents, I don't mean my parents and my sisters and my brother and my brother-in-law. Like, I want to go have dinner with my, my mom and my dad. Yeah. Not the entire family. So, like, it is what it is, I guess. Like, they were already planning the dinner. Like, like my, my stepmom texted me that it was my dad's birthday, which, like, I knew. You know, like I was going to reach out and I'd already planned to talk to them about taking them both out to dinner. One, because like they're older and like, you know, what am I really going to get them for for their birthday? Like, you know, oh, here's some socks. Like we just had Christmas like two weeks ago or whatever it was. Like there's not really much like, you know, that they're like in need of. So I I missed my stepmom's birthday because I had COVID when you know her birthday was around. So it's like you know, I couldn't really do anything then. And then, like, obviously, like, my dad's birthday was last week. So I was like, I can just hit a twofer. You know, I can make up for missing, you know, the prior month with COVID. And I can, you know, get my dad so we can knock this out. So, like, when she texted me that, I was like, I know, you know, I was planning on taking, asking you guys if you want to go to dinner. I was, like, thinking about asking them if they want to go to dinner on Sunday. <clears throat> and then she goes, oh, well, you know, we're all getting together to go to dinner tonight. Your sister wants to go to Olive Garden. I'm like, mm-hmm. Olive Garden. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? When you hear your family. <laughs> like, I, Olive Garden would have been, like, amazing in my mind when I was, like, in my 20s. But now Olive Garden is like, we can't do better than this? Really? <laughs> you know, I'm like, 
you know, I was thinking about something like not where we have to dress up, but like maybe something where like, you know, they expect you to at least have on jeans, <laughs> like, you know, but whatever, you know, I'm not going to, it's not my birthday. I'm not going to rock the boat. You guys have already, clearly already been talking about this and I'm the last to know as always. So here, here we are. So I was like, yeah, that's what I talked to you guys. And, uh, you know, got the clearance to, to miss last week. So thank you for covering for me, Nick. I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, I, 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 so like, I don't live that far from my parents. Like I don't live far from like anyone. Like my sister lives on the same street as my parents. My other sister lives like two miles or so in the other direction. Like, but we all kind of live in the proximity of Olive Garden. Yeah. So I could have just went to Olive Garden. But I was told to meet at my dad's house at, at six, and I'm like, okay, thinking we're all going to convene here, maybe have like a little chit chat or something, and then I'll go to Olive Garden. But no, my sister and my future brother-in-law just went to Olive Garden, and then like I got to my dad's house, and they were all just watching Netflix, mm. and then we were late because they were watching Netflix. I, but I'm like, why did I have to come straight here? Why couldn't I have just met everybody at Olive Garden? I just, it was, the whole thing was confusing to me. Yeah. So, you know, that aside, we get to Olive Garden and like, you know, we're, we're talking and we order and everything. And like, that's all, that's all fine. My issue comes one at the, at the end of the meal for this, like the food itself I've I've never really thought of myself as like a food snob or anything like that. And like, I was always fine with like chain restaurants. The only chain restaurant that I ever really never liked was Macaroni Grill. Oh, okay. Like I, and, and I guess Buca de Beppo to, to a degree, but like Macaroni Grill is like one place that I've been a couple of times and I've never really enjoyed it. So like Olive Garden, I was always like, oh, Olive Garden's pretty all right. Like, you know, I like it. And then I had it this time and I'm like, God, Olive Garden sucks. <laughs> I like, it's the first time in my life where like I ate the, the, the fettuccine Alfredo and I'm like, this tastes like water. Like it, it's fucking bland. Like it's the, nothing sticks to the noodles. Like it, there's just nothing enjoyable about it. Like I split my salad, like my, my sister got like a uh, soup instead of salad and like I got a salad. So I got that big ass bowl of salad and then I played myself because I forgot to take the olive out. And so she got my olive, which I was mad at myself for. I played myself on that. And, <laughs> but, and then, and then like, like the breadsticks, like they're just like, eh, they're just if, if they were like, they're like McDonald's fries. You got to eat them bitches while they're hot. Cause if you eat them at the, once they cool down, they're fucking disgusting because like at that point, whatever oil they're cooking them in starts to like harden up. And then they're just, it's not enjoyable. And yeah, it was the most like lifeless pasta I'd ever had that I can remember. And like, it may have been like that all these years. And just because like, I never had good food. I was none the wiser. But now, like, my eyes were fucking open, and I was like, this is trash. But whatever, I'm not going to sit there and say that while we're out celebrating my, my parents' birthday. Specifically my dad on this night, but for me, it was also for my stepmom. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, I just sat there, and I just kept my mouth shut. Because old me, 
when I was younger. This is a lesson I had to learn, like we talked about in, in the pre-show. The, the lessons. <laughs> I had to learn a lesson that, like, sometimes you got to keep your negative opinions to yourself because people don't want to hear that shit, especially at special occasions because it brings the mood down. So I kept that shit internalized about how shitty that food was. The only le- t- speck that I let it slip out is when I texted you guys. Because, like, I had to say to somebody in some fashion. Um, I, we kind of we kind of <laughs> talked about it just a little bit at the, in, in the show last week because I had recently been Olive Garden with Xander for his birthday because that's where he wanted to go for his birthday. So I have had the Olive Garden experience. Funnily enough, you said your Olive Garden was tasteless. Mine was overly seasoned, overly salted, not seasoned, overly salted. So I had a salty Olive Garden go around. I was like, what the fuck is all this salt going on, man? So it's wild to me how well we both have OG, but two different type types of OG. And my guy, we have I I, I know for at least the past I'm gonna go with seven years, seven. And that's me guessing. We have been been eating like fucking kings when we go to eat anywhere around the world at this point where we have traveled. Yes, you're a food snob. We built that <laughs> shit. We we know. Well, we wouldn't, when I said, bullshit. we wouldn't eat bullshit just on our lunches. We wouldn't be going to eat at where everybody else is trying to go eat at. We what ate I mean at by the that, though, is like, I can eat at like a quote-unquote low-brow low place and like be okay with it. Like, I, I can eat at like the fan, like I can go to Marble Room downtown and pay $200 for a steak dinner and thoroughly enjoy it. And I could go eat at the fucking Ghetto Charlie's with like rats out by the dumpster and not bad an eye. As long as the food's like edible at both places, I can survive. But like this was like I had to put so much fucking pepper. I grabbed the pepper grinder and <laughs> I coated that bitch to the point where like it looked like a leopard. <laughs> all the black spots all over that thing. And I still could I could not resuscitate it. I didn't even you- want to finish it. How has your taste been since COVID? Have you are you are you are you tasting everything okay? Yeah, I never really felt like I lost anything when it came to okay. that kind of stuff. Good and guess. like I feel fully recovered from COVID now. Like um I don't I don't have that same like fatigue and tiredness that I had like those couple weeks after. Yeah, yeah. Um I'm not coughing anymore. I'm not uh like I get a little I got a sore throat right now, but that could just be because the heat's been running in the house like basically nonstop for the last couple just days. So it's dry, dry in yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so but like, yeah, like I'm, I'm a hundred percent over COVID as far as I can tell, well, but yeah, being said, so, it's just not, it's just tasteless food. Yeah. It was, it was, it was so bland. Like you order? I, so I had, uh, we had breadsticks at the, ta- at the table. I got the salad. Then I had the, uh, chicken fettuccine Alfredo. Mm. And this was, this was another thing too, was i I had to learn, I, I learned a lesson this night, and it was, it was thanks to my sister and my brother. Going to Olive Garden, I'm, I'm mentally pre-programmed to think that, like, I have to get a pasta dish or, like, you know, like a lasagna, like, like a parm or, like, I chicken, chicken fettuccine Alfredo was always my go-to, right? Yeah. But when you look on the menu, like, how many calories are in, like, one, like, bowl of that? Like, one, you get basically two to three times what you should be eating in one meal at a restaurant but they had a like six ounce steak and like broccoli on the menu with like onions and mushrooms or something yeah and i thought about getting that because it was like 
half, if not less than half of what the chicken fettuccine Alfredo's calories were. But I, I talked myself out of it for two reasons. One, like I said, I was pre-programmed to get a pasta dish at Olive Garden. Two, I thought to myself, who the fuck goes to Olive Garden and orders steak? I was like, this can't possibly be good. Just go with the fettuccine Alfredo. And I wish I had just stuck to my guns and gone with the steak. Not because my sister and my brother said that the steak was like, like amazing or anything like that. It looked fine. Yeah. But more for the fact of like, I have to real like come to terms and remember that like what I eat is beneficial to me and no one else. <clears throat> and so when I make decisions like that, if I make a poor decision, the only person that gets hurt is me. And so <laughs> the adage is, uh, what uh i eat don't make you shit and <laughs> so uh, you are correct it it, it 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 is nothing you are doing but to yourself uh and that's a hey, lesson learned but also never go to olive garden yet. yeah <laughs> like olive garden yeah. is a place that my partner loves to go to and i don't but <laughs> I what my my go to order from there is usually the eggplant parm, and I'll go uh, tomato sauce on my actual parm of uh, eggplant, and then uh, whatever pasta I get, I get the um the 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 uh, the Alfredo so I can mix it because the tomatoes seem to be too acid too acidic, and the uh, <laughs> the um the fettuccine sauce seems to be a little bland, but you mix them together, yeah. it's okay. Um, and then, like, you gotta you gotta go in there like a fucking surgeon when you're there. You're like, hey, I want this and this like this, and this and this like this, because... I just you- ordered I just ordered chicken parm. Again, it was fine. It was salty. Uh, how funny, I was just watching uh, Mythicals from yesterday, when they were uh, doing kids' menus, mm-hmm. and the Olive Garden kids' menu... They they seem to get the most substantial amount of food, but it looked like a normal size. It looked like a normal serving of food, as opposed to what they normally. I know to be on that. We're feeding you family styles. Like, don't feed me family style, my guy. Give me a, a human size serving, so I can maybe not be going home at Olive Garden because I never finish it there ever. I've been and in the, in the times I've been to Olive Garden, I never finish my plate when I'm there. It's entirely too much food. It's dope because you got leftovers for the next day. If you're into leftovers, not and I dig leftovers, but it's not if you're not. And you ain't trying to be bothered taking shit home, you know? Yeah, I I, I like the idea of it. <laughs> like, I like that, like, <laughs> um, like, but hey, you can buy this and also for five dollars, um, take take some home too. I'm like, okay. Yeah. If I if I like this, this will be dope. But I think overall, overall, there's been like a change to the whole industry, and no matter what. I haven't had a good experience going out to eat in years at this point. Like, a, like a since pandemic. Yeah, since the pandemic, I don't think I've had an experience. I'm like, hell yeah, like hell yeah, like getting put, like, like really, <laughs> like one time. BW3 was back in my good graces. We had ordered from okay. there. Everything was sauce right. Everything was at a good temperature, and we get home and it was still like pretty good. It's like BW3 might be back. We went back. It was just the same old shitty BW three. Like, I I like Wingstop, but I'm I'm so tired of them not having stuff right. I'm tired of going to Popeyes and shit ain't being right. Like, 
I went to Popeye's not too long ago, and they had forgot some stuff. So I went. I I, I could, and the line was so long, I couldn't go get back in line. I just couldn't. So I went inside, and um, like I'm waiting on the stuff, and I'm waiting for a pretty long time, and this lady who who's in a uniform gets up and say, "Ladies and gentlemen." I will be the manager, the co-manager of this restaurant in two weeks. And I promise you, this won't happen on my watch. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? First of all, if you're uh, if you're going to be a co-manager in two weeks, y- your punk ass should be there right now being like, hey, I'm sacrificing this leadership. I might not be on the clock right now, but y'all in fucking trouble. Let me help. Like, that's your poor leadership. I don't, I don't want your food neither for you there. <laughs> but it was just like... Like I felt like I was on a fucking hidden camera show. The way it was just that night was just so funny. So this one lady, not the lady who was a manager, a lady that was just like the the self appointed mayor of Popeyes, uh, was like, "Hey, did you get your food? Did you get yours? Did you get yours?" And I'm just like, I I can't. I don't like really communicate with those type of people. Like I was just trying not to make eye contact with her because she was just like. How long you you been waiting here for a while too? What did you have? She was so bad that when another gentleman's food came out, that he the like the the manager or the worker handed her the food, and she said, "No, no, that's not mine. That's his." And I could just look on the, the dude's face, the, uh, the worker's face, like, "Then why the fuck are you grandstanding right here? Let me give him his food." <laughs> <laughs> so my 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 Olive Garden experience was lovely. We went in there prepared to buy their cheese grater. Uh-huh. Apparently, they sell them. So first thing we do when we sit down is ask the lady, hey, can we buy the, one of those cheese graters? Apparently, y'all sell them. And she goes, I heard that too. I'll check. And by the time it comes around, she goes, my manager says we can't sell them. But mysteriously, mysteriously, just one appeared right on the ledge next to our table, and she just disappeared. So I just was like, I see what you're doing, lady. Because Vanessa, you know, tips well, you know what I'm saying? And so Vanessa, because Vanessa uh, paid to take Xander because she said she would. And so I just put the cheese grater in my hat. Oh, <laughs> nothing under my sleeve. And, and, and left, because I know old girl left it, left it, left it there for us. I know she did. And was it uh, a new I was like, one let me or take old this. One? It's like, it was the one she used right then and there. Oh, okay. So it was as clean as it was going to get. And uh, of course, I, you know, I, I, you know, I just threw it in the dishwasher when we got home and kept it moving. But he loves it. He uses it every time he cooks now. You know what I'm saying? Just, just grinding away. And I'm like, hey man, fuck it. I love it. If you if you like it, I love it, big baby. So like I said, that was a good experience. It was, it was a real it was a real good time in 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 that regard. Uh in the realm of uh, I guess Italian food. Uh this show is gonna be a little different than normal. We're not gonna do no news this weekend. As you can see, we just kind of bing, bing, bing and all off the place because you know, we ain't got to hang out and chat in a little bit. So it's a lot of catching up each other. Vanessa's birthday was uh, this past Saturday. And uh, early in the month or late last month, she had saw a cake on Instagram was like, yo, I love them. I want this cake. And I was like, nope. Took that note. Uh, emailed the lady who was like, hey, uh, I would like uh, I'm fucking with these cakes. What's the word? Do you ship? 
And if you and I go, no worries if you don't, I will I will gladly come come get that motherfucker. She's like, no, we, they're far too ginger to be to be shipped, but people come come and come and get them shits all the time. I'm like, I got you. I'm gonna do that. And uh, I was prepared, you know, to go collect, collect that cake the, 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 that that following week. But then she's like, she hit me with a bill like the next day, and I go, that makes sense. I probably should have to pay for this cake. And I'm like, hey. I don't got cake paying money right now. My apologies. I'm to cancel this order. I'll get it next time. And, and uh, she's like, nah, nah, you good, man. You coming all this way. P- pay me, uh, uh, pay me when you come through or just pay, pay me before you come through that way. You know what I'm saying? We settled up. And I'm like, I go, I will pay you as soon as I wake up payday. You know what I'm saying? I literally did that. Well, first thing I did when I woke up payday morning was roll over and hit that Apple pay and send that lady some dough. And, uh, so that means I drove uh, last windy Saturday because <laughs> it was very windy that 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 Saturday uh, out to Toledo to go snag this cake. And if you've been on my uh, on my social, if you are down with my social media, which we'll also have to address, won't we? Uh, I got that cake. Uh, it's uh, gluten free, but it's absolutely gorgeous. Vanessa was so happy to have that cake for her birthday cake, and it's so lovely. But if I'm out that way, you know, saying, you know, where I got to pass on the way home. And what is that? My guys got to go to some, I'm, I'm, I'm going to some Fazoli's, man. If I'm going past some, uh, Sandusky. So I slide through to Fazoli's. And y'all been in here. Y'all been with me on one of these before. So y'all know what it is to walk in there and be like, I would like this many breadsticks. And they sit there like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and I'm like, let me get you right. What's a bag of breadsticks? X. I want eight of those. What? Lady cash register says, oh, starts ringing it up. She starts typing it up. Somebody opened them sides, sees it start, sees it start ticking on, on, picking on the, on the, on the ticker and comes over to me. Are you serious? Somebody comes out of a door that's behind the cash, cash, uh, cash register, pops his head out. Like, are you serious? And then somebody in the back yell, are you for real? <laughs> and I love every bit of it. I love walking up in for and buying them bitches out of bread because they don't be believing it. And I'm like, yes, I'm going to buy that bread. I'm not here out here often. I buy it. I put some in the freezer, some in my freezer right now. You know what I'm saying? We'll eat some bread. It'll be great. It's lovely. That They still make a good a, a good product in, in bread wise. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad I did it. But man, that was a trip. And I loved every bit of it. I just I don't know. It's not like I might like making somebody's day hard because I because because the, there was actually one lady who has to pack all the bread with some bullshit because somebody should have just helped her out. You know what I'm saying? But I do like that. I had four people asking, are you serious? I'm like, yes. Give me the goddamn bread. <laughs> <laughs> one of the great things about Fazoli's is that bread and you can't say this about every bread steak that those bread steaks warm up nice. Like they're so tender that like you, I do a technique where I wrap it in the um, parchment paper, then the foil, oh. and it um, they it warms up super nice. Like, because um, there's one in said Canton, Canton, right? Yeah, and I was just like, "Am I gonna be able to swing a Fazoli's triple <laughs> over this way?" <laughs> hey. I, uh, I, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. And, uh, it's, it's just a good time. I stopped, I stopped by that Meyer out there. It's where I got that buddy's pizza from. Okay. Uh, 
if you are a Detroit head or a, or a fan of Buddy's Pizza because you've been to Detroit, if you have a mire around your neck of the woods, you might be able to get uh, Buddy's off the off from the from the pizza cooler there from the, from the frozen pizza section, and it's not as good as restaurant fresh Buddy's, but it's the damn best frozen pizza I've ever had in my life. That crust is uh it was very oh my buttery had a real good crisp to it. I cooked it longer than what they recommended, and I think I cooked it right. Cause they was like twenty three minutes, and I probably went. I, like I said, I I, I had messaged y'all like one eighteen, yeah. and I looked, and I was like, I took it out the oven at like like two something, so it definitely went for a while. But also, they told they tell you to put it in a cold oven. Okay, they say don't put it, don't preheat the oven. They say put it in a cold oven. So maybe doing that gave me some time. You know what I'm saying? Because they had to heat up first and then cook through. So I uh, would like I said highly recommend. <laughs> And uh, I would tell you to cook that bitch longer than the box. Tell you, so yeah. But it was very, very tasty. I do like. Um, it's another brand that it, I mean, it's might be like on the like still in Buddy Shine a little bit. Um, <laughs> is it Motor City? Yeah, the pizza Motor City pizza. Something? Yeah, yeah. Like I've never had the pizza proper, but I had no goddamn breadsticks. Hands down, best. Frozen breadsticks I ever had, like store bought frozen. Nice. Man, I remember for a while, like um, until like we like uh, just ate it, um, just ate it too much that it was just like, hey, we got some more of that in the freezer because um, at, <laughs> at Costco you get um two pizzas in the box, so we had like we had bought a few of them and we was just like, uh, with no more garlic and, and butter and cheese. Cause it was we had just ate it ate it for a while, but I um, when I was at Costco just the other day, I was like, um, I had walked past it. I'm like, maybe, but not tonight. I'm sorry. I, t- I, I just wanted to peek over the ESPN to see if, if uh, what was popping tonight in the realm of uh, you know football hoops. Oh, hoops. And uh, and uh, <laughs> I see that a player in Miami has been given a ninth year of eligibility. Nice. <laughs> I think you should have graduated by now. You should be a doctor if you've been in school that long. <laughs> so what did he um did he he give extra COVID years or something like that? Uh Miami tight end Cam McCormick confirmed Thursday he'll be returning to play for the Hurricanes in 2024, his ninth season of college football. McCormick, who began his career at Oregon in 2016, oh. missed significant parts of four different seasons due to injury, which along with his red shirt year and the COVID year of 2020 allowed him to petition the NCAA for an unprecedented ninth season of eligibility. McCormick announced his return on X, formerly Twitter, on Thursday with the tagline, the pursuit of excellence has no goal line, calling 2024 his last ride. <laughs> yeah. You, you rolling, 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 rolling. McCormick, 25, was originally a three-star prospect out of Bend, Oregon. He was part of a 2016 signing class at Oregon that included QB Justin uh, Herbert, and national class that included Nick Bosa, Ed Oliver, Rashawn Gary, and Jalen Hurts, mm. all now established NFL veterans. McCormick redshirted as a true freshman in 2016, then played in 13 games as a reserve in 2017. Then became a, then came a string of injuries, a broken leg in 2018, followed by complications that cost him 2019 and 2020, followed by a foot injury two weeks into the 2021 season. He was granted a sixth year of eligibility in 2019, then had another add in 2020 when the NCAA gave an extra season uh, to all FBS players. 
In 2022, McCormick finally was able to play a full season, earning a cap- the Capital One Orange Bowl FWAA Courage Award for his perseverance, appearing in 13 games and making six starts. He was granted eighth and ninth years of eligibility ahead of 2023 before transferring to Miami, where he was reunited with coach Mario Cristobal, Cristobal and he caught eight balls for 62 yards for the Hurricanes last season. And he had to resubmit his waiver to the ACC for the, his ninth year this offseason. Maybe. Is he even still in school? Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> what, are, what are his studies? What are, I need to know a lot. Also, you'll never play in the league. You'll never play NFL football. You will have played nine years of college ball and never saw. I guess you can get some NIL money, right? So you can get a little though. That's why. Maybe he is. Um, you know, one one of these special guys out here that's still like learning something, and maybe he'll come out with a doctorate. Who knows? I, I hope the fuck so. <laughs> yeah, because my, my nephew is about to finish up his master's real quick. Because like. I know, uh, you, you know, people always say this about, um, you know, their family and shit like that. But that guy's special. My nephew is one of the smartest uh, kid, uh, people I know. And I was always, like, be able to buckle down and not have to study a lot and get everything real quick. And, like, he graduated last summer and is about to graduate again in a few months. So, what is master's? What? Your patron, you've heard yeah. of on our show before. <laughs> yeah, while, at Buddy's Pizza. Yeah, at Buddy's Pizza. While, while playing football and everything. So, yeah, it's pretty amazing. So, I had um, <clears throat> one more thing about the whole Olive Garden thing that I never got to. Okay. Get on in here, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the things about that that like irritated me to a degree. And maybe I shouldn't be irritated about it. Maybe I'm maybe I'm bugging. So I guess you know you guys can give me some insight on this. So I told my parents that I was going to take them out to dinner. Obviously, like that ended up being the Olive Garden, but I was still paying for them for dinner. In my mind, because I said, "Hey, I'm taking you to dinner. I'm paying you for paying for dinner, and I'm paying for the tip." They insisted on covering the tip. Even though I was I, I wanted to, yeah. And so I was like, I put forty dollars cash on the table because I was paying the tip for the whole table. Yeah, my family, my siblings included, who I wasn't paying for for their meal, but I was trying to pay for the the meal for me, my my dad, and my and my mom, and then also pay the tip. And they refused, and they gave me my money back, like for the tip it kind of irritated me because I was, I was very adamant that I wanted to pay the tip and they still wouldn't let me. So they didn't, they didn't short the person, did they? No. Okay. They didn't short the person. They just would not let me pay for the tip in addition to de- to the actual food. I feel, I feel like you gotta, you gotta relax a little bit, baby. I mean, they, they that's how they want. They want to do, they want to do a solid for you even though you wanted to take them and, and, you know, want to celebrate them and make sure, you know, they were taken care of, they still your parents. They still had that, 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 the notion that, that you are to be taken care of because you're their kid. Just happens, man, to the best of us. And on the low, just tap the, tap the, tap the server on your way out and be like, you know, handshake and the slip of that cash and keep it moving, man. 
<laughs> or take ta- give the give them an extra good tip. <laughs> or take the little kiosk off the table and um and go on and and put everything in before they. I don't know. Well, see, that's the thing about the kiosk thing. We were splitting all the checks up. Yeah, the kiosk was getting passed all around. There, it wasn't one check. Okay. Like you know, so it was a little harder to pull that off. But also, I wasn't going to slide the waitress extra tip money. That was not an extra tip money meal. <laughs> <laughs> like she got an adequate tip. She wasn't getting an extra adequate tip. Then as is, then it played out as it was supposed to, and no other way could have happened. That's what it is, man. So, oh man, that's the 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 joy. But yeah, next 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 year, uh, maybe we uh, not we as in you know whatever you know what I mean. The royal we we plan a little bit in advance. You say I am personally me and you too will be going to go eat somewhere's for this birthday situation. I go. We might do something family wise for you for to celebrate your birthday, but I would like to take you out, just you two, somewhere nice, and uh, take care of business. And I'll be covering the tip. Let's have that established now. <laughs> and you just keep it motherfucking moving, man. You 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 do you do as best you can. As, as, as sometimes, man, we are still the kids of these people, and we have to accept it. And so I have to chuckle at that. So. <laughs> Folks be folking, man. <laughs> and man, what's the good word, bro? What's been going on with you? Well, two things. <clears throat> I took the the extra Tuesday, well, the extra day after Tuesday off to try to do um, something I haven't done in a long time. Even though this weekend I did it twice, well, or Tuesday and uh, over the weekend I went to the movies. Nice. Um, I went to go see American Fiction. On Saturday, um, just me and my lady. Um, the boys didn't come to that. They were at uh, grandma's house. Um, I haven't seen my mother since um, my partner's birthday, which is Christmas Eve. And um, so they got a chance to spend some time with her. And um, we went to the movies and out to dinner. Um, just I'll, I'll start with the dinner. It was a new place. Um, that wasn't that great. <laughs> like, man, I'm, I'm honestly like, um, I don't know if I'm just getting to my old man fucking age, but I'm just like, I don't want to go to dinner no more. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I, I just want to, I just want to, uh, you know, cook at home and um, have some, um, some, some sparkling water and just chill. <laughs> um, so. Like I said, uh, we we went to go see American Fiction, which was everything you want in a modern movie. It was a little sad, a little happy, really funny. Um, and like you never seen what was coming next in the movie. It was it was a really good movie. Um, best movie I've seen in a in a in a long time. So it was just as good as the holdovers, if not better. Did um, <laughs> so then. What else did we do? Like, I tried to plan some more. So I'm like, hey, if we, we go this time at this time. Maybe we can do this and this. But we just um, pretty much just called it called it a night. You know, went to go pick up the boys the next day. My mother was like, I thought they was going to stay another day. Like, no, nah, they, they can come home and you can rest. So then we were 
Oh, man. So um, everybody was not off on Monday. My uh, partner's job has does not give them um, MLK Day. MLK. And um, so me and the boys were in the basement um, watching TV, playing games and shit. Um, then they went back to school on Tuesday. And, like, I hit the ground running. I got me some breakfast, put it in my coat pocket, went to the movies. <laughs> I still order popcorn, but, um, you know, I went to go see this movie called The Beekeeper. Man. Okay. Um, it was it was a fun thrill ride. It wasn't like, oh, man, it wasn't like it was unpredictable and I didn't know it was coming. Uh, Jason Statham is going to punch you. He's going to hit you. In this particular, until like it got like to the third act, he really ain't fuck with guns. Every time a gun came at him, like he would do that shit where he take it, you know, he cock it back, drop it off, and like you know that that cool ass this um this mirrorment of the gun, he do that like four or five <laughs> times, and um, and then it's this once like it was it was decent, like it was this one scene where he like gets to the president and he about to go fuck some people up. It's like just a seven minute hallway uh, fighting scene, just like stabbing. And um, <laughs> he only get hurt once he get a little cut on his arm right here. Then he tied the belt on the real tight and he kept on fighting. And that's the only time he got hurt. Um, would you, ever, would you have ever thought the guy who was in Lock, Stock, and and barrels. barrels would become this five minutes, Turkish. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, I mean it's funny because like he was a dancer or something like that before before all this shit. So now he's just like every um, woman who like bald bald men's wet dream. Like he's um, I want I wonder how old he is. He got to be almost approaching sixty now. Jason Statham, <laughs> fifty six. Mm. So yeah, he's almost sixty. He's um he's approaching it. Hmm. So I seen that. Then after that, it's like, what else did I do that day? Um, I wanted to go to Sam's Club, but I couldn't. So I just went to go pick up the boys, and then you know, yet again, you know, we went downstairs. We did homework, and then like right around. Um, as the night progressed, like I had talked to my mom and she was like, you should keep the boys home tomorrow. And I'm like, I, I mean, I was like, it was cold today and they still went to school. Then we got the message at 11, like, oh, yeah, we're not going to be open tomorrow. So um, they stayed home. And during the time I was home, I had um, two meetings <laughs> at work where I had to be on camera. And like the second meeting was with um hmm, how would I say this? My immediate supervisor and mm-hmm. then her supervisor. And luckily, like both of them are pretty cool. I'm like, hey boys, get up, hurry up, let's get this done. So you don't bother me about it later. Now this is my one boss, and this is my another boss. Y'all can say hi. And they're like, hi. And like, um, my my youngest son was like, "Hey, I will give y'all a hug if I'm seeing y'all in person." And then he went to go sit down. I was like, "Don't say that shit." <laughs> that's, 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 
You gotta stop hugging people. And um <laughs> Yeah, that that meeting went went off um and the rest of the day was just like it's it's funny like the how packed the day is when you know you have to you know hey first we got breakfast you know do some bullshit then you got lunch you got more bullshit to do then it's time for dinner there's more stuff to do so um it was it was a packed day and then um today uh was my youngest son's first official basketball practice day. He's on the basketball team. And man, I fucking hate it. Like the coach sucks. <laughs> um yeah, she's she just seems like a, a bad coach and it sucks. And I don't <laughs> and like to have to pay for the privilege to have him do this bullshit is beyond me. But you know what? At the end of the day, he seems to be having an okay time. So I, I can't say anything. So hopefully um, with these games that are coming up, he has a good time. Um, my oldest son, actually, when he's seen how the first day of practice went, he's like, I want to play on the team. I'm like, man, I, we tried to get you signed up. You said you didn't want to do it. So now he's just sitting down um, on the sideline reading books and drawing <laughs> because ever so slightly salty. <laughs> like it was funny. He was like, Hey, can I just go discovering around the school? I'm like, go ahead. And then um, his mom was like, it might be strangers in here. I'm like, it probably is, but he can run, run to us if he need to. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I want to try to go to movies more. Um, unfortunately, uh, I did fall asleep during the movie. I just can't. It's no, it's no place I'm not gonna fall asleep when it's like it's dark and comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 has that uh, is has become an issue as you uh, as you get a little. It can especially if a movie hit a chill vibe point. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Where it's just like, okay, it's very relaxing right here. So it's a little, little bit of fight, not much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The second time I saw everything everywhere all at once, uh, we saw it in uh, when they were closing down the Regal in the Great Northern. Mm-hmm. It was like the last movie we had to go see there. We wanted to make sure we went. We went to go, you know, kiss the game goodbye. And uh, even as action as that movie is is in its latter half, I, I just comfortably nodded off with Vanessa. It was just like lovely. Yeah, and nothing wrong with. It. I woke up clean. It's like that was nice. <laughs> it's a good. It's a good little bit of a rest. But I am uh I am who I am and my kid is who I who who is who I is who I was and that uh we can sleep in just about anywhere no matter the noise. I have fallen asleep in the stadium, my kid has fallen asleep in the stadium. <laughs> it's just what it just it's just what it is to uh to be easily uh rested, you know what I'm saying? So I'm with you on that, man. Sometimes it's just like Life be so busy and coming so fast, and you know the the, the the like you said. Sometimes the boy might show up and and and, and have him like, "Hey man, I had a bad dream, so I'm about to be laying next to you and talking to my sleep right in your bed <laughs> and so forth." So it's like, well, you just get a little dolo time, a little relaxing time. It's like, yeah, I take this. Let me just lean back for a few. Yeah, I um used to be n- not really anti nap, but like I rarely ever take naps. I take a nap like every yeah. day now, like. 
It is. It 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 depends on the level of tired I am. I, I'm I still can't really pull off naps, but sometimes it's like I. It, it's a point where I'm like I have to go close my eyes for a few minutes, otherwise I'm gonna fall asleep with this computer, and that's gonna be no way. Because my fingers just gonna be on the keys fucking up something. So rather than do that, I will go. You know, take my lunch, set an alarm for like thirty, so I don't get too deep into a sleep. You know, what I'm saying I can't be getting hitting REM sleep. But uh, yeah, man. A nap from time to time is something that has to has to happen. I got out early today because uh, uh, the kid had a doctor's appointment, so <laughs> I took a half sick day and uh, just chill for a little bit, man. And and, and, and took some, took the took the trash out the trash day and uh, sat and just vibed. Worked on a the art and the notes for the show that went up today. Cause I, I had edited the show, but I hadn't, I hadn't written it up and did the art for it yet. And plus I changed the title of that show. So the video that the, our patrons got of the episode of last week's episode, whatever, how you wish to look at mm-hmm. it, uh, has a different name on it. Cause it was going to be named. Ooh, what was it going to be named? Look at a smooth 72. <laughs> <laughs> But as I as I edited it, uh, uh, what did you say? You said you can never skip leg day in regards to you know washing washing, the, leg. washing the legs, and I was like, that's hilarious. And I bet you that art is a that art will be. Uh, I can make I can make something happen with that. Then I did. If you you you've seen, you've seen the art for it, so like I said, that 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 title came in the edit as opposed to uh, what was uh, there initially. What I wrote down, I think that's a, a, so, a pretty cool thing to na- to to name it two different things for two different mediums. Fair, fair. Like I say, and 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 so I hope you appreciate that, patrons, <laughs> for for, for, the, <laughs> our, for our our video viewers. But it is what it is, man. What else, man? What's been? What was, what was the second uh, second thing besides going to see some cinema? Um, uh, I, I think I, I I covered it with the with also the basketball. Uh, oh fair no, enough. it was something else. Did you guys have any suggest? Anthony came up to me. After uh, my movie excursion, like, hey man, can I go see the uh, the Beekeeper with you? And I'm like, I don't know. It is rated R. He's like, well, what what is some movies that I can that um, that we can watch together? I was like, you know what? I'm recording tonight. I will ask the fellas what movie they suggest for you to watch. Okay. Uh, first, tell me a movie that you that you fuck with. That you would like, I would like them to watch that because uh, we get to that point. Well, um, I want to watch Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Well, okay, that is a movie that <laughs> can be and probably is appreciated by certain people, but not everybody. Yeah, and plus, I think would you be disappointed if they didn't fuck with that movie? Uh, I don't know, but I do feel like the uh, tell them large Mars uh, sent you part might scare the fuck out of. Them. That part is legitimately okay. scary, but okay. on the same lines. Oh, I, I, I know. I, I never mind. I told you guys about um, them fucking with a pup called Scooby Doo real hard right now. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. Emery don't like any kind of. Well, Dad didn't okay. know that. Did you, Dad didn't know you found a pup named Scooby Doo on Tubi, as he wasn't here last week. <laughs> but uh, Tubi paid off for for uh, for for uh, Ann here, and he found a show that he'd been looking for for a minute. A pup named Scooby Doo. You might recall it. So OG classic. It was it's, better uh, than the than the original. But I can tell you what you won't find on Tubi. 
And that's Cedric the Entertainer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not even on Tubi. <laughs> yeah, Tubi got so much stuff on there. It's I know this is two weeks. Well, Tubi, we're not sponsored by Tubi because it don't even cost anything. But, man, you can find everything on there. And like I said, la- last week it was it was, it was was Anthony. But this week, Emery is obsessed with it. He loved the theme song. He don't want you to skip no parts of it. He got a favorite episode already. My favorite Scooby-Doo is, of course, the... Scooby-Doo mysteries where they had celebrities come yes. through, you know, Scooby-Doo and the Darwin Harlem Globetrotters, Scooby-Doo, Batman and Robin, just a weird combo of, you know, whatever. Yes. Those is my yeah, shit. The one with Mama Cash is my favorite episode. Yeah. Um, that shit is so good. What's the one with uh, the dude, Pretty Mary Sunlight? <laughs> She's all right. I think that's the OG. I think that's the, um, they used to be their breakdown. Oh, I thought that was just like they had a guest on who was uh it, it very well might was... be, but if I'm not mistaken, that was like the original Scooby Doo. And then they do the the running and the psychedelic colors and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. But that's my my second favorite. My favorite is a pup called Scooby Doo. Then my third might yeah. be the ones for Scrappy Doo. I don't I I don't care what nobody say. Scrappy Doo is a <laughs> fucking fun character. <laughs> I mean <laughs> And like he reminds me of my son, like always ready to uh, to go fisticuffs, puppy power. <laughs> uh, yeah, I preferred the the pup named Scooby Doo to the regular Scooby Doo, just like I preferred the Funstones kids to the Funstones. Oh, I, I fuck with the Muppet Babies more than the regular Muppets. Muppet Babies. Yep, Muppet Babies did have a vibe. Plus, they had all kinds of like very inside jokes. If you were I, I, whatever, depending on your age and depending on your parents, everybody got a good time out of the Muffet Babies. Uh, Flintstone Kids is nothing compared to OG Flintstones to me. It's disrespectful. <laughs> so, <laughs> I do not fuck with Flintstone Kids in that, I mean, whatever, it was a Saturday morning cartoon, so it's like, not like we had too many episodes of Flintstone Kids. It's an ABC joint, but yeah, man, Flintstones, meet the Flintstones, the modern Stone Age family is my shit. And so, it's a, it, well, no, currently I was going to say it might be some free pebbles on top of my fridge right now, but no, the the the, the, the kid and, and the, had a friend or whatever, they, they ate my damn cereal. So, <laughs> currently no fruity pebbles in my house, but most of the time, they available. I bang with that set. That's a wild, that's a, that's a brand that has lived on. Still got Flintstone vitamins, you still got fruity pebbles, you know what I'm saying, movies, so forth and so on, bro. Fred and them don't play. Yeah, but to download that game. I wonder if I have that game. Why am I analog and other? But I, I, I don't know. I don't, I mean, it might be on Tubi, but I don't know uh, where to watch on uh, the Flintstones like proper at. That's definitely a boomerang joint. One of them old shits, yeah, right? Yeah, and th- th- that was the problem because like when we had Time Warner, Time Warner cost a lot, but their like um like their app presence, like watching their stuff on our app is very very simple and very very vast and very great. Like yeah. with AT and T, they're like, uh, no, you got to piece that shit out and pay us more. But when we had Boomerang, like before we are switched over to no cable, I'm like, hey man, take advantage of this Boomerang. You got a lot of good cartoons on there, and the kids just weren't ready to hear that 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 message yet. But now, apparently, you can watch the Flintstones kids on Boomerang and Amazon Prime Video. Not for uh, yeah. not for free though. No Amazon. Let's see. 
Mm. Oh, they want me to download the app. Man, get <laughs> fucked. I didn't know usually when to say Amazon that you got to pay. You got to pay something. I know with some stuff, they'll let you watch it um, standard definition. Like some movies like, no, you ain't got to pay it if you watch a standard definition. I'm like, fuck it. I ain't going to see it that good. <laughs> I don't need no clear. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you can watch it on Amazon for free if you have Boomerang. Oh. So basically it's on Boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not free, Amazon. I had to pay for that shit. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, you that. you could buy uh digital rights to the Flintstones kids on Amazon for a dollar ninety nine per episode. Mm. Man, a friend, a Flintstones Christmas Carol could rent that shit for three ninety nine. But my pebbles. <laughs> yeah, but dabba do their fruit delicious too. I'm hungry. This is the season to be sharing. It's the season, Fred. <laughs> Santa's such an asshole. TV did a lot of raising of of of, of we. I can tell y'all that. <laughs> Well, that was it. So I guess, like, if I if I had to make a suggestion, did they have they ever seen the original Ninja Turtle movies? No, they haven't. That's a good call, man. Yeah, I I think those movies hold up pretty well. Yes, uh, I, I fuck with those movies. Well, hard. I don't know about the third one, Turtles in Time. But the, the first third one was wasn't was never good. The first when I say I mean the first two. Okay. Yeah. Ninja, Ninja, yeah. can't go wrong with that shit. Also, uh, T N T M E N T no power. T, you know what I'm saying? I got that on vinyl over there, bro. <laughs> so in a in a in a in a jean jacket vest with some pizza stickers. I have to, I have to pull that record out for you so you can see that <laughs> one day. It's a fascinating little. That's a record store day joint I got. Yeah, uh, Goonies. Y'all watch yes, Goonies? We've seen it. Oh, uh, well, he's okay. seen the Goonies. Okay. Um, good enough for me. Have they seen Jurassic no. Park? Yes. No. No. Uh-uh. They have not seen Jurassic Park. There's some um some some eating of people in there right off the bat. So Yeah, yeah. That is uh Yeah, it yeah, is. but it's it, it's like in the grand scheme of things, it's really not that gory. No, there's no blood or nothing. It is literally it, one it, point it, just a loose ass arm right in that movie. But like we when you see that now, it's very, but it's very clearly a prop now. When you look at like when I was a kid, I was like, "Oh my god, how they do that?" And now when I watch that movie, like yeah, that looks like a plastic arm. Like it's yes, very but clear. he watching with kids. That's the point. Well, kids, and now he wants to be like, "That's just a fake arm. Don't do that." I know, but but it's not like you're watching like a dinosaur <laughs> sit there and just eat away the flesh of of somebody. Like it's implied gore. Okay, <laughs> implied like 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 like, like when tasteful. they pull when the when the raptors yeah when the raptors pull the 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 person into the paddock, you just like you hear screaming and shit, but you don't actually see it happening. Mm. Mm. I'll take it into consideration. I definitely won't show my youngest son, but my older son he can he can watch. Yeah, Ninja, Ninja Turtles definitely <laughs> uh that definitely get love. Um. Do they have any interest in Ghostbusters? Hmm. 
Especially with the new movie coming out? Um, I don't know. I like I can put that on the list, but don't he get don't somebody get blown by a ghost in that movie? Yes, uh, I would tell you but the second it, one is what is the one is the more child friendly. Okay, one. yeah, but but as a kid, if you don't tell them what's happening, they won't figure that out until they're adults. Like that went over my head for years. I didn't understand what was happening. Uh, I'm being honest. Batman, I'm, I, I'm just I'm just speaking my truth. Batman eighty nine. Yeah, it's a little fun action. I think he's caught up on his um on. Uh, you see both the um I guess the bat the eighty nine and the ninety or ninety one. Um it's, I hate I not hate. I just am not a no, I actually have to listen to this week's uh newcomers. I think I need to revisit returns to see if I fuck with it or not. I I don't recall. I don't I feel like I don't fuck with that one. I enjoyed it as a um, kid. Um and I remember um it was a lot of um you know, with the young ladies when I was younger, like, hey, you want to play Batman the Catwoman? <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, all the Marvel movies, I'm saying, I don't think there's one Marvel movie that 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 they that can't, you know, make the make the cut. Yeah, the only one I probably wouldn't watch with them is the the last Doctor Strange because that's straight up a horror movie. Yes, Sam Raimi. So yeah, it's a very yeah. Plus it. That one is wildly violent. You know what I'm saying? In a way to make you go, ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah, wilder. The Fifth Element. Hmm. That movie's wild. It's just such a funny little adventure that it kind of works out. And uh, I, I, it might be a little potty mouth, so I don't, I don't know about that. See, the challenge hmm. with me is I didn't, I didn't watch a lot of non-rated R movies as far as like movie going. So honestly, it would be more fun to be like, hey, won't you pick a movie and let's like just watch a movie together because I didn't watch a lot of like kid movies growing up. Yeah. Yeah, you know, any any number of Air Bud if you want to watch something I, I, stupid. I, uh, the, I the, fuck the, with the buddies. Like um Yeah. Uh, Mighty Ducks. You know what I'm saying? I, the, the, I, I don't the, the, think I've ever seen Mighty Ducks before. Yeah. What about Terminator 2? Terminator 2 is the PG one because uh, Terminator 1 is rated R. But Terminator 2 is rated R as well, but it probably shouldn't be. It'd be PG 13 if it came out today. Okay. Hmm. Uh, that movie is. That nuclear that, that, that nuclear explosion scene in that movie still fucks with me to this day, and I'm a grown ass hmm. man. Cannot let you cannot recommend Terminator for, for the cheering. <laughs> I remember I seen that at the movie theater when it came out. So I saw it at the drive in. I saw the drive in that is now an Amazon uh, warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's a that's a, a wild uh, that that that's a, a movie, man. That is a have they seen Space Jam? Yes. Um mm. because when the LeBron James one came out, like they they fucking loved it and they watched it over and over. Mm. So I take it they've seen shit like a goofy movie too? Um no. I tried to show it to him and Man. he didn't want to watch it. Man, that hurts my heart. <laughs> I, I feel like in time he might come to it a little bit more, but with all the singing yeah. and stuff, that's more of an Emory movie. Mm. Like Emory is the song and dance, man, and Anthony is like, I want to see you bleed. <laughs> <laughs> Like he likes anime, uh, he likes action, he loves like Star Wars stuff. Like 
you think about House Party? Again, Cussy. Mm. Nah, they kind of fucking that movie, don't they? Mm. My man pulled a rubber out and everything, so yeah, nah, House probably Party not. Is, um, but I would like to watch the Five Heartbeats with him. I feel like the Five Heartbeats, <laughs> in my opinion, when it comes to black movies, to me, the Five Heartbeats, the Wiz, hmm. Knocked off the mic. Color purple, <laughs> the color purple, and um, hmm. Cause I'm not hmm. a I'm not a boys in the hood um like men society type guy. But I would just say like the five heartbeats, the Wiz, um are are uh, I have yeah, to see. I, I wasn't in those movies either. I was more into like shit like the wood. Oh, love love, the wood is so good. Yeah. Um, the brothers was all right. What movie does they Tracy shows back up in a movie years down the line? And I can't I remember her, the brother. Yeah, Tracy. He was in, um, was it? He was in dope. Dope is when he came back around. There was like that. There was like, yeah, this is basically the same character. I was like, that's cool. Yeah. yeah I, I think same director and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, fuck. Like yeah, what do you do? You think he would like shit like like nineties Jim Carrey movies like The Mask or Ace Ventura <laughs> or anything like that? Ace Ventura probably not not a good watch at this no, point, but that, but like The Mask is was like you know childish, liar and, liar, you know comedic. Yeah, um, I think I just don't know if that that like if that's his style or not. You know, he's not really like a, a I would say not a big comedy dude. Like he does like Christmas <laughs> movies and stuff like that, but like. Like he's definitely like a Star Wars kind of kid, or like, um, like I, I was telling you uh, before we start recording, like he's been watching Demon Slayer on the on the low, um, mm-hmm. like he ran through the Mandalorian, like he was uh you know watching them before his mom was. You have y'all have you you said you haven't fucked with Star Wars? Yeah, I, so. I ain't no Star Wars dude. Um, Star Wars one, two, and three. Uh, and that's about where you should stop it. <laughs> when you say that, you mean four, five, and six? Yes, that's exactly what I mean. Uh, the Star Wars, Empire, and uh, Jedi. And that's and, and nothing else exists after that. I'm sorry, they stopped making Star Wars movies. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually do. I, I, I though, though a lot of people uh, hate it. I absolutely love the Last Jedi, but. I'm, I'm, I know I'm the weirdo in that regard, or not really, but still, there are those who don't, and there are those who do. But that last one, uh, whatever, Rise of Skywalker, is my maybe the most the worst movie I've ever seen in my life, and I have seen uh, Attack of the Clones. It's a pretty shitty movie in the Star Wars Canada thing, but boy, howdy, is the Rise of Skywalker exorable? Just a pile of crap, man. <laughs> Man, look at us agreeing on something. Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know, man. I'm very excited for you to, be, to to check in with us and let us know what what y'all have chosen together as, as a little unit to watch. Bro, your collection is. I mean, you still got all your movies, or have you, have you, did, have you straight? Okay, I've been thinking. Yeah, I've so been they, thinking they, about like just getting rid of. Like, I don't, I don't watch them enough because I do still have a lot of DVDs and a lot. Uh, a fair amount of Blu-rays, but like I know for a fact I got some pretty valuable pieces in there. Like yeah. um, I got like a, a original pr- uh, printing of um, of Mother's Day. 
It's like this uh, trauma movie with trauma. Um, and I would never part with that because I remember so fondly as a kid. Have you guys ever seen that before? Um, no. <laughs> it's like it's a slasher film about Mother's Day. And um, like just at the very, very end, like the mother jump out of the grave. And that 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 shit is the only part that I, I it was like ah! <laughs> you know you know a movie I just I just thought of that like we watched when I was in, a kid in school that I liked the last Starfighter oh yes great movie Gary Whitta who uh, wrote uh, Rogue One and uh, and uh, Book of Eli came so close to getting uh, getting that up and running as uh, they're going to do uh, basically a sequel to it he was he he had. Almost all the actors ready to get with him. He had it written up and stuff like that there, and it was just it was, it had almost got got the green light, and just he just just didn't happen. Plus, like pandemic and shit happened, but he, but it, it, he was very close to getting the, getting the sequel to that uh, up and running. I was very excited for it because he had talked he had talked about it for years and and how he was hyped to to to, to do it. And like I said, people were like, "Yeah, I'll definitely come back and act and blah blah blah." So, mm. yeah, yeah, if he fucks with Star Wars, that could be up his alley. Okay, yep. Well, that, that remind- if you're going to do that, uh, Ready Player One, kind of that same hmm. vein. Okay. Ready Player One, Last Starfighter. Yeah. I know uh, we probably yeah. watched The Last Dragon together already. I don't know how much he enjoyed okay. that, though. Karate Kid? The Karate Kid. Um, no. No, we haven't watched that. Okay. But I think he was watching... Yeah. Um, what's, the, uh, what's the name of that show? Cobra Kai? Yeah, Cobra Kai for a little bit. Yeah. So... Kind of got a, a, a few of those that you, that can be taken advantage of. Big trouble in Little China. Hands down, you want some action, then whatever, and just a little bit of scary. But you know, what I'm saying for all the good reasons, yeah. love yeah, that movie. God, I love that movie, man. Yeah, big Chuck and Little, uh, not Big Chuck. <laughs> I get you. I get you. Plus, man, I mean, I'm, uh, who did I watch talk about talk about? Uh, Jessica Gal and Andrew T. Uh, we're talking, we're just having had a discussion about the movie. They were like, yo, is this movie, is this movie okay? Or is this movie kind of racist? And it turns out they were like, nah, man, everybody in this movie has agency of the, the main, the main character. He goes, the white guy in that movie is really just a bumbling idiot. <laughs> and the main guy is, you know what I'm saying? is amazing, you know, uh, martial artist and so forth and so on. They, and they talk about how dope that is. And yeah, man, I, I, uh, I I love that movie. That movie is uh, is is one of my favorite uh favorite uh what's his name? Kurt Russell. Who was that guy who did those? Oh, well, yes, but uh, the guy who directed those movies. Man, can't think of his name for shit. John something or other. <laughs> so he also did the thing, and uh, a bunch of other joints. So I yeah I, I fuck with that dude a lot, man, and and I, I fuck with that movie in particular. So. I definitely recommend that. Plus, I mean, maybe for me, for, if you know, you know, but like Mortal Kombat definitely comes, a lot of Mortal Kombat came from that movie. Just a lot of it. It's like, yeah, you were right. That, uh, John, so uh, John Carpenter, Carpenter did. Carpenter, Carpenter. I could not think of that last name. Yeah. So, it's like, that's how, that's how that gets down, man. And I don't know what to tell you about T's life. T's life rocks a little chaotic some days, and that's about all I got for you right now. And it'll be all right. We'll be all right. Trust. Um, 
Yeah, that's, that's I told you I was gonna I was, it was, it was gonna run it slightly tighter this week, man. So you know what it is, man. Every week we head down to the mean streets of Reddit where I have run through and trust me, it, I, I I put more effort in this than you would think to to make a selection mm. of Emma the assholes, which we discuss. Decided these people were assholes. I had a couple that was just sad, and I was like, "Well, I'll save those for another week." And even still, I got one that still is lightweight, kind of sad. But here are our Am of the Assholes for the week, gentlemen. Am of the Asshole for calling my step siblings suffocating and refusing to participate in family vacations. Mm. Am of the Asshole for telling my wife she needs to knock on my separate bedroom door before entering. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the asshole for not giving my mother my password? Hmm. The, the, the middle one seems to be the funniest to me. Why, why, do you, we'll start why does she need to knock? Let's go. Am I the asshole for telling my wife she needs to knock on, the, on my separate bedroom door before entering? About a year ago, 44 male, wife, 38 female, suggested us getting separate Ooh. bedrooms. Since she had had a lot, since she had a lot of trouble sleeping together, and it would allow us to have our own privacy, I was initially not a big fan of the ideal because I thought it would affect our relationship and our connection. But after talking about it for a few months, I reluctantly agreed. She also suggested that we need to respect each other's privacy mm. by knocking on each other's doors before entering. So for about a year now, we have made we have had our own bedrooms. It's my surprise. I've been enjoying it a lot. We still sleep together a few times a week, but do spend the majority of our nights separately. I have really enjoyed the privacy and having the opportunity to unwind by myself without having to worry about anything else. But my wife, on the other hand, doesn't seem to be enjoying it as much. (laughs) She has started spending more nights with me in my bedroom, which is fine. But she now has started to acting like we don't have any agreements at all. At first, she was very adamant about knocking on each other's doors before entering each other's rooms and would frequently call me out if I mm. did. But now she has started acting like my separate bedroom is her bedroom and she doesn't knock before entering my room like we agreed to. When I caught her out on it, she got really emotional and angry with me. She told me that I didn't care about her and I didn't want to have her around mm. anymore. She also said that it really hurts her feelings, but I just referred to all the rules she made up that has gotten her, that, that has gotten her really upset. Am I the asshole? I, I want to hear a dance perspective first. <laughs> man, cause, cause the single man's perspective, huh? Um, here's the thing. This feels like one of them times where, where a woman says something that sounds like one thing but means another. And I understand where he's coming from. But you should know better. <laughs> if you if you love your wife, just fucking whatever, man. Like you're all married. It's not like you like you separated or some shit. Just fucking sack up and just cave, I guess. Unless like the only thing I can say is to that is to like the caveat would be if he didn't want this shit to begin with and he's upset about it, then maybe I could see him like being a little more aggressive towards the rules. But oh, you see, like, that's exactly what it is. He didn't want to do it. Did it. Now he kind of vibe with it. And now she don't mm-hmm. like it because he vibe with it. But the reality of it is, is you can't do shit about it, bro. 
Sometimes that's just how, like you just said, bro. Sometimes it's simply how it plays out. And what what it is is now he's just being he being he being a stickler. Mm-hmm. He being he being a butt because he knew he he knew what it was. He didn't want to do it. Knew what the results will probably end up being. They have resulted exactly exactly like how he probably thought they would be. And here she go, not abiding by these rules. And now he's like, hold on, you set these rules. And I know we all want to do that. Hold on. You set these rules. But all that shit going to get you is a woman crying. Talking about you don't love yeah. me. It's, it's along the same lines of like, hey, I'm going out to get lunch. Do you want something? No, I'm fine. And then you come back and you got yourself a 12 incher from, um, <laughs> from Jersey Mike's. And she's like, can I have a little bit? He's like, I'm very hungry. You know you should have bought her that veggie delight uh, uh, and kept it on the site, even though she said she didn't want it. It's kind of like that. Like it's always those, and I and I know I don't even know if I'm really sounding sexist about her or whatever, but it's like you kind of like yeah, you ain't gonna win. You're not gonna win, man. Even when even when they make the rules, it's like. You know, women got got that trump card called for JJ, and you better just 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 stop it and and cave in. It's like that video I sent you guys the other day of the old man on the porch, and he was explaining what women really mean when they say all these various things. <laughs> this is another one of them times, you know. I mean, I mean, um. It ain't. It ain't. Like a, it's just a dirty game, and, not, and ain't nobody playing fair. Yeah, yeah. So, and and, uh, and again, no, not the asshole. Because all you're doing is abiding by the rules that were placed in front but of you. Yet, but it is some bullshit. And sorry, champ, you got to suck it up and deal with the bullshit. I I, I just wonder how many everybody sucks this is going to be. Uh, it's uh actually a, a lot of uh, not the asshole, but Reddit is full of uh like like my man said in the beer, you QAnon, 4chan, Snyder, <laughs> <laughs> so oftentimes they are not to be trusted in their in their in their in their statements. But uh, let's see, let's let's see if we can find uh anything. Uh. <laughs> It's just, I'm just diving in. I mean, I agree. Sometimes sleep on the couch is a fancy one either way because I snore, but there's no way to knock before you come into that yeah. room. <laughs> and OP didn't explain what led to such a situation. Seems either of them fucked up big, OP, because wife wanted separate rooms. Nah. Or she wanted privacy to do something in secrecy. Mm. Oh, Jesus Christ. The leaps that Reddit be making. Yeah. Look, she want a room because she probably was like this motherfucker snore, or she might snore and like is embarrassed by it, or she might have like the night poops and, and is embarrassed by it. any number of things. Or if she happened. just want to sleep like, like a starfish. Hey, man, we got these extra rooms. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Let's just separate rooms, this motherfucker. Like some people just. Oh, hold on, hold on. Here, the OP said something. This is a wild opinion, but sounds a bit like I was having my secret fun alone, and now that it's over, I want you back. Like I said in another comment, this might this might well be true, but I doubt it since our sex life hasn't really changed. St- uh, starting the whole arrangement, we still are regularly intimate like we used to be. Okay, so that's the OP coming to be like, hey, man, y'all wild and t- talking about my wife wanted, wanted separate rooms to do some secret shit. She wanted separate rooms for whatever reason she wanted separate rooms, and that's it. 
There'll be no more of it. He wanted to watch SVU and he didn't want to watch it. Bro, Vanessa like having a TV on when she when she goes sleeping. I don't, but guess who I got to guess what I got to do? Sleep with a damn TV on. <laughs> it just is what it is. It's it's funny. It's this one uh, TikTok I seen a while back where it's like um, the wife and the husband have an argument, and the wife can't sleep at night, and then the the uh, the, the husband is like eating popcorn, laughing laughing at TV, <laughs> like eating <laughs> snacks and having a good time. It is, it is the most hilarious, one of the most hilarious videos I've seen in a while. Yeah, man. Yeah, you ain't an asshole, but you still wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Which is <laughs> you're definitely wrong. Like, ain't that a blip? How how that can be? But that is what it is to be a partner in a relationship. It 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 is it is it is plenty of other things that he probably get away with that she don't, and so forth and so on, man. So. I'm not saying on some old, she's a woman and it just goes down like that. But I'm saying right now, hey, man, it just goes down like that. Because it does. It just is what it is, man. Oof. Alas. Am I the asshole for calling my step-siblings suffocating and refusing to participate in family vacations? You have to guess. Hmm. Box, especially as a step-sibling, you know what it is. <laughs> But I'm gonna like, go with yes. Do you step, I don't think you got any. You got steps. Do you got all half siblings, right? Yeah, all half. Yeah, yeah. So I, don't, I feel like that already changes the game a little bit. I'm going. Uh, uh, I'm going to say they're the asshole. Want to be different tonight? Right. My dad got married to Liz <laughs> four years ago. I, 15 male was spending equal amounts of time with both my mom and dad, and the custody schedule was me swapping houses each week. Liz has three kids from her first marriage, and those kids are 10, 8, and 7 now. The kids were clingy from the day they moved in, but then in June and July 2020, I was living there exclusively because my mom ended up in the hospital. I couldn't do anything without the kids being in my face. Then, but being in my face then and Okay. Then, and every time I asked Dad and Liz to, Liz to help me stop them, they refused, and the kids didn't listen to me saying no. My dad told me I would never get another chance to have siblings and embrace and nurture the relationship with them. I told him this was making them feel more like burdens than siblings, and he told me I was too young to see them that way and dismissed me, dis- dismissed my need for space. It was a huge relief when Mom got better and I could go, I could go to her house for breaks. By the time I was 12, I had asked my mom if she could go to court and change the custody deal so I could spend more time with her. I was 13 when it was successful. My dad was upset and Liz was kind of mad that her kids would uh, kids would miss me more than they did while I was at while I was at dad's. My uncle, dad's brother and his husband even said how strangely clingy the kids were. And they found it weird that every time I was with my mom, the kid, uh, I don't know why I said mom. It says mom. The kids would be asking when I was when I would come home and why they couldn't see me. I wouldn't even be gone a day, and they'd be asked, and they would ask that. They started that before, and even even before we knew each other a year. I spend way less time with my dad now, and I went on vacation with him, Liz, and the kids last June, and it was miserable. My vacation was basically spending all the week with the kids and following them around and doing stuff they liked. On Christmas Eve, I spent a few hours at dad's house because the court still mm. asked for that. 
So I was there and my step siblings were being super clingy and telling me how, telling me not to go and I should be with them at Christmas. And then they demanded they get invited to my mom's house. And Liz asked me how I could leave and miss out on a family Christmas and hurt my siblings so much. Dad told me on the drive back to mom's. He told me that dad told me on the drive back to mom's. He told me, okay, that is how it's written. He told me that I should be taking my responsibility more seriously. I took a three week break from them, but the 10 year old called me daily during those three weeks. Then dad announced we were going on vacation again in May and he was saying it was a place I wanted to go. I decided right then and there, I was going, I was, I, I was not going to ruin a place I had always wanted to go by being smothered by my step siblings. And I told dad they can go, they can go, but I won't. And I won't be going on vacation with them again. He was surprised. He told me that I, I had to go. And I said, I don't. And I won't. And he asked me for one good reason why. And I told him my step siblings would ruin it by suffocating me and that he and Liz wouldn't do anything about it. Dad called my attitude mm. nasty, said I should be ashamed of myself talking about them like that. Am I the asshole? Hmm. Hmm. I think it's tough because I guess like maybe this is one of those instances where like you get, you choose your family, but like in this case, he kind of didn't get to choose his family. Maybe he wouldn't have chose them if he had the choice. So I can see his, his perspective, his, his stance on this. I can't maybe just, well, how, how do you see it? So I'm like that. Only, only thing they said was the kids were being clingy. So they see a cooler, older sibling that like that coming to their life, and they want to spend time with them. Like they didn't say any no no. There was no other characteristics that they were like misbehaving or breaking their shit or or anything else besides them being clingy. Like. I don't know. I don't know what kind of situation these kids were in before, but obviously they're in a, a new situation with new family, and they seem to like their older, their new older sibling. And and that's mm-hmm. it. They, like there were no, there well, were no other characteristics that were negative besides them being clingy. <laughs> and little kids are like that. I guess, like I can see that maybe this person is taking it too far. But I will say that as someone who was always the older sibling, sometimes the clinginess of my younger siblings was a little much to take because you you feel like your parents, to a degree, try to hold you back from growing because – the, the little ones want to do what you're doing and they can't. So like you get stuck sometimes not being able to grow and do what you want to do. Cause they want to like make the younger ones happy. It, it's a tough balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, the first thing I knew that this person was on some bullshit was right off the bat. Liz, like they keep on saying like, usually when you gotta like put somebody's uh first name out there like that instead of saying oh my stepmom <laughs> they're using my government yeah, I, I knew right away <laughs> in my opinion that that person was on some bullshit like right off the bat like you know what my dad and Liz 
<laughs> like, what, what are you supposed to go? My on? stepmom? Mm. I guess. Okay. Like, <laughs> I, I, it's um, <laughs> one of my coworkers. Maybe they just don't have that kind of relationship. I know, that's yet. what I'm saying. Exactly. They don't have that type of relationship. She doesn't like her right off the bat. I know, like one of my coworkers, like we were just talking about family and she just kept on saying my husband's daughter. I'm like, what, what are you doing? I know that's not your daughter. That's your stepdaughter now. Like for you to like put that extra layer of, of that away. Yeah. Is- <laughs> like. I understand, like, this isn't the situation, like, your mom and your dad aren't together anymore, and they're with another person, and I know you're you're still a, a, a preteen to teen, but, like, you, you sound like you, you're being a little bit, um, you're being a little bit catty. Shocking, I disagree with Anthony. I'm shocking to yeah. know what I'm thinking about it. Let's read some of the comments. Not the asshole. Your dad and Liz are Ooh, failing Liz. you and your step-siblings. There, the, there needs to be boundaries for the kids. If they had none for, for not, had done this from the first time, you you might have been able to develop feelings or your uh, for your stepsibs. The way they treated you, them slash guarantee that you will never want to be around them at all. Correct. And uh, the OP response: Yep, I think there might actually be a relationship now if they had helped set things up better. Instead, I do not enjoy a single second of being near those kids. And sometimes I feel like they were the mean. They were the mean where I'm running from them and they're screaming, "Let me love you!" as they chase me. <laughs> uh, let's scroll down. So, let's see if I can see anybody else responding. Not the asshole. I get the feeling with the kids bothering you, Dad and Liz do not have to t- take care of them. Mm. The behavior is so wrong. Three young children should not be dependent on another child, and shame on Dad and Liz allowing this to hap- happen and for for it to continue. That's exactly what it is. They they have parentified this child uh, in the, in this in this in this, in this uh, new marriage between them, and that's not what his job is. Not as what his job ever was. Lived a life twelve years without any siblings, and then all of a sudden they like I'm about to throw you three of them, and they're gonna be on your shit. And then when you tell me, hey yo, I don't like them being on my shit, I'm gonna tell you that you're a brat or an asshole or whatever they or whatever terms of phrase they use, as opposed to saying. Well, what's going on here? How can we make it better? Because if you do that, maybe we can make it better. But when you just say, yeah, man, you're going to miss this. You're going to love it. This is the only time you're going to have siblings. Sir, that's not fixing the problem. And that's just trying to make me feel shitty because you shitty. Fuck that. No, you're not an asshole. But your step, your parent, your, your father and step, stepfather, I'm looking at real crooked like. I would think uh, I would think uh, with 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 you having to have having gone to court to have to spend less time with him, he maybe re- realized mm, something probably ain't right here. And to still not see that, then he is woefully ignorant and putting on blinders for a dumb reason. And I guess that is the reason is to try to be supportive of his wife because he has to support his wife. But my kids come before anybody. Simple. So. No, you're not the asshole. But Anthony thinks you're an asshole. I I don't change my mind about calling this kid an asshole because I I just I I just I from what I heard from what I heard I heard nothing about extra responsibilities for that, for that kid. I didn't hear that. 
And like as a as a kid who um you know when I was younger had to live that life where um like when I went to my dad's house and he had upwards of like seven other kids there trying to find a, a one kid to connect with there was a fucking challenge when all of them are older and you got to be there all weekend and you don't got nobody to talk to and um it's it can be like it's it's very cool when you find uh a stepbrother or a stepsister that you can connect with and um when I used to go over there my dad used to be working all weekend <laughs> And then, like, we'll get to we'll get to spend some time together. But most of the time, I was just with the other kids, and most of the other kids weren't that great. But my stepbrother Chris was. So, I don't know. I feel like like sometimes you got to do those two steps forward and two steps back because uh, seven year old Anthony probably wasn't the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, don't I don't know. I've my, heard oh. some stories about seven year old Anthony hitting on. Babysitters and whatnot. So yeah, my mom still talks about like um, it's it's funny. One of the ladies' legs I used to rub all the time. Um, <laughs> like uh, man, she got about eight kids now. I'm like for real. <laughs> oh man, fucking shit. All right, last one. Am I the asshole for not giving my mother my password? Not the asshole? Yeah, I would have said no. Fair. Hi, I'm 20 female, and I'm a first-year medical student. I have a student's portal, and obviously it comes with login details, like my student number and password. My mother literally knows everything that happens in my life, despite the fact that I'm schooling in a totally different Mm. country. If I'm on a call with her and another call comes in, she'll always want me to tell her the person that called and what we talked about. She calls me every single day and she wants to hear every single thing I did that day. She literally has the phone number of everyone I know. If I accidentally mention someone new, she'll make me send them number and make you do shit. At first, I didn't mind, but now I feel like I'm monitored. So the new semester started this week. And as usual, she asked me for all my timetables, class schedules. I reluctantly gave it to her. But when she asked for my school portal login details, I immediately called her and told her that I didn't want to give it to her. She was furious and demanded for my details. She said, I'm investing in you, so I have every right to know what's happening in your life. I asked her why she behaved, why, why she badly wanted my, wanted my, badly wanted my, okay, it, and she, okay, that's how she wrote it, why she badly wanted my it. And she said that she wants to be checking my portal whenever when she, whenever she feels like, for example, she wants to what? Uh, I'm going to assume this is a this is a second language situation. Uh, she wants to be checking my results, which I always send her once it's out, and so on. I told her that although I'm not hiding anything from her, I would like some privacy. If she ever wants anything related to my portal, I'll screenshot and send it to her. She started crying and saying stuff like I'm hiding something and I want to deceive her, like my older brother. He dropped out of college for years and never told anyone for a long time. Then she cut the call. This incident happened this morning and it's been bothering me. I feel real bad for what I did and I'm contemplating sending it to her. But for once, I want a little privacy in my life. So am I the asshole? No. They they said the parents paying for school, right? No. The mother just said, I'm investing in you. So, I mean, I guess we can we can take that. 
I guess if the parents are paying for school, then I would say they can have the portal password. But if they're themselves are paying for school, then I say it's their call. Mm. Interesting. Uh, not the SO. She has no right to any of your passwords and she has no right to spy on you like that. She started crying. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She turned on the tears when she doesn't get what she wants. She's trying to emotionally manipulate you. Don't let her. I'm investing you, so I have the right to know what happens in your life. One child, One's children aren't an investment. That's a grotesque way to think. She should want you to succeed for your own sake, not so that she can be something that she can she can get some kind of return from you. Dig that. Uh, let's see. This person says, and when you have when you work as a doctor one day, will you give her a login to have her access patient information? <laughs> if you're in medical school, you are you are over 21. Not quite. They just said they were 20. So this person clearly didn't read <laughs> that clearly. And it's it's time to separate from mommy. Somebody responds to that. This right here, not the asshole. OP needs to cut the cord and mommy needs to come to terms with it quickly. OP, your mother has an unhealthy attachment to you. Stop giving her your friends' numbers, facts, and stop giving her your other information. Put her on an information diet. You need to focus on your schooling and studies. You do not have time or energy to be wasting on managing another grown woman's irrational fears and demands. This is not healthy for either of either of you, nor is it normal behavior. If she has a problem with it, she can she can use her time going to therapy to figure out instead of stalking her adult child. Do not give her your portal login. That is your information, and for your for your schooling and grades, your school, especially if it's medical school, may have rules against doing this exact thing, and it could put your education in jeopardy. You cho- you could lose your spot in the program. You're an adult. All colleges slash universities will give will not give any information out of their students, even to parents who are footing the bill. Get acquainted with FERPA. I don't know what that is. F E R P A. Also, cut down on the daily phone conversations and giving the play by play of your day to her. Set boundaries. You will call her on Fridays or whatever day works best for your schedule at X time and only stay on the phone for 30 minutes max. <laughs> you have studying to do. You have rotations, clinicals, and other demands for medical school that are only going to increase in volume and intensity as you progress through the program. Sleeping is going to be hard to come by. You need to focus on your training. Medical school is demanding. <laughs> you need to give it the give it the attention you and your future patients deserves. Don't squander your education opportunities because mom has her suffocating and manipulative tactics. While this should go without saying, some things cannot, you cannot talk about with her at all, not even a little bit. Does not matter the relationship you have with her. If you give out patient information in the course of discussing your daily, your day, you could face some big problems. HIPAA is, is in place for a reason. This I know Americans be American in because I, this person said they in a whole nother country said so in day writing, <laughs> but you over here trying to apply HIPAA to them. Now, unless they are in America and they mom in another country, which is possible, quite possible. In fact, relax with that shit, right? Uh, I'm trying to see if the OP responded things. If you don't share a pass with your mom, will she cut your financial support? I don't know if, if my dad is aware of it. I don't want oh, wait a minute. Let me click that uh, support. Or does your dad have your back on this? And the OP responded. I don't know if my dad is aware of this. I don't really mm. talk to him. Okay. Uh, not the asshole, but if she is in another country, how can she force you? Guilt. I admit I am not emotionally strong and I have to work on myself. But if I don't do what she wants, she makes me feel like the worst daughter on earth. Plus, they literally pay for everything for my tuition to my rent and my allowance. There you go, box. 
Not the asshole, but does she pay for things? <laughs> if not, then if if not, then stop answering her her goddamn phone. Uh, it's actually my dad that pays for everything. And to be honest, I'm scared of her. Recently, I, I, recently, I lied to my mom a lot, but she keeps asking for, asking so much questions. It's really suffocating. Oh my god. Uh, the reality is your mama ain't paying for school. Your daddy is, and if you ain't talking to him and he just gonna keep paying, shh, don't worry about it, baby. We good. <laughs> <laughs> that is this week's Emma the Assholes. Hope you enjoyed them. If you have anything to comment about them, please holler back at us. Let us know what uh, you dig and dig and don't dig about Emma the Assholes this week. Uh, let's discuss our, well, uh, you know, what's left to discuss in the realm of entertainment. Let me get my list up here. Got my list up. Oh, yeah. Yo, you know what I got to tell you about, man? Box hit me up today. was like, did you get hacked? And I was like, who? And he's like, you, man. It's some, it's some fake-ass Tyrell out there. It's a fake Tyrell out there, y'all. I had to fucking go tell people to go uh, report that shit. That's wild. Tyrell 47.2. It's, it's also creepy because they got my pictures. What's his name? Tyrell 742. Uh yeah, so like yeah, something like that or four point two or whatever. So if you uh, it's fucked up too that we would have never known if they hadn't fucking tagged me, it because they copied your picture descriptions like word for word with tags and everything. So uh, the only reason we even knew about it is because I was tagged in one of the pictures. Yeah, so that's that's crazy to me. So if you catch a a Tyrell that is not the seven thirteen, and trust me, you'll know if it's me because. I'm not going to talk to you on this screen. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they probably do. Uh, trust, it is not me and that it, it, it is they. And uh, you should uh, report them and uh, say they are uh, they are uh, whatever. And you man's over here. That was crazy. I'm, I'm, I've had that happen to friends and I've been like, yo, that's not you, right? No, no, that's not me and so forth. And I've just never thought it would, be, that would even happen to me. Word to two-factor authentication because trust me, they probably would have tried to make a, a, you know, just steal it from underneath my ass. So, I'm, I'm I'm glad I keep that account uh, locked down. Uh, off to the realm of entertainment, what I have watched. I checked out uh, After Midnight, which is basically Midnight. Yeah, I remember Midnight on Comedy mm-hmm. Central? Basically got a new version of it. Comes on after the late show. Only reason I watched because my man Carl Tart was on it and Paul of Tompkins. Uh, and I only that watched the episode. hosted in- by Taylor Tomlinson? Yes. And I only watched that episode until Carl left the episode. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, we good. Uh, it's fun. It's fine. It's basically just a, a newer version of uh, Midnight at Midnight that used to be on Comedy Central, and it's just a little bit longer, uh, more. I think it does probably an, probably does an hour of uh, regular TV, but about forty five minutes of you know uh, commercial free if you're on the on the app. Because I watched it on uh, Paramount Plus. But, yeah, it's nice to have at Midnight back. Probably never should have left. I wonder if Weiger writing on that because he wrote on Midnight at Midnight, but I can't call it uh, Echo. Echo, uh, they released all five episodes of Echo on Hulu and Disney Plus. That's a Marvel spotlight show, meaning it's when they have a basically a they little more mature shows, a little more bloody shows. They call them Marvel Spotlight based on the Marvel Spotlight comics of the same name. Uh, Echo, I watched all five episodes. Uh, I had a good time with it. I'm not saying it's the greatest thing, but it was pretty. It was pretty great. Action was real good. Uh, cool characters and so forth. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but uh, if you have not watched Echo, give Echo a watch. Five episodes. Can't go wrong with it. It's real fun. Uh, Carol in the World. I, I, I ended up watching all of that. And, uh, I, I, it ended a way where, I, where we can probably get some more, and I, I hope we do. It's a good show. So, very good show. Carol in the World. You should be watching it. Uh, 
Oh, respect behind me. Tell me if you uh you want to be seeing what what TB up to, you should probably you know get down with this Patreon and uh, you can get a video version of this show. <laughs> These are the craft singles. Craft singles by the Alchemist. I own currently now six of them, and the most recent one arrived the other day. That's this one. I'm really fucking this. And you see, it's the black on black, and it is uh. Uh, Slipping in the Darkness is Hit Boy and The Alchemist, two of the greatest producers in hip-hop, both making a beat together and both rapping together on this album, on this particular song. Craft uh, singles are these cool little uh, uh, 45, 7-inch uh, records that The Alchemist releases uh, with just a cool little song on it and, uh, and a B-side. And they're dope. They're numbered. They're rare. They're not rare per se, but uh, this one is one of a thousand. This is uh, one of a thousand. That's one of a thousand. This one is one of 500. Uh, so it's actually like even super rare. That's one of a thousand. And this one is one of 500 as well. So the first one I came across was, of course, this Earl sweatshirt. When did my sales one? And I really, really, really love that song. And I bought every craft single that he's released since. And I bought them directly from him. I paid him directly, but even if I even if I miss one, I already know what the deal is. I'll just pay the uh, the resellers because oftentimes when they by the time they actually release, the resellers usually put the price in something that's not too out of pocket that I that I wouldn't wouldn't pay. Also, uh, I just I don't know I why I was even thinking about this today, but I pulled this one out today. Uh, this is uh, uh, Nas, the world is yours. I've owned that for a few years now, but I figured I'd figure out share with you uh, you guys. Because it comes on this cool little uh, clear vinyl. And I did. It's just neat. <laughs> uh, so that's basically what I've been uh, listening to uh, uh, since uh, last we spoke. Uh, what else is on my list here? Uh, the Emmys. I watched uh, not all the Emmys, but I got watched a, a, a couple of uh, a, a little bit of the Emmys and uh, uh, the bear cleaned up at the Emmys and it was so deserved. Uh, Ayo Atabiri, uh Jeremy Allen White, and uh, Evan uh, uh, Aaron uh, uh, Moss Backrock, and uh, Christopher Storer, who was the showrunner and writer and director of, of many episodes of The Bear, uh, all won and won Best Comedy. And it was it, it is such a such a delight. And then I had it pointed out to me on uh, probably a TikTok. Those nominations were all for The Bear yep. season one. They are going to clean up next uh, the next Emmys for season two because that's the one with the episode with everybody named Mama. Episode six has Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, uh, Saul, not his name, Bob Odenkirk, and Olivia Munn's man. <laughs> what did that John Mulaney is um, not coming to me. John Mulaney. And John Barenthal's in that um, episode as well. John Barenthal's in that episode, in a, in a couple episodes as well. Um, Britta from uh, Communities in that episode. Old girl from uh, American Horror Story is in there. Killing it as well. And so I feel like episode two, episode season two was miles better than season one. And so I truly think they will clean up, clean up at the uh, next yeah. Emmys, but also respect due to the bear. Jamie Lee Curtis uh, might win a, um, an Emmy for that episode because 
At first, you don't you don't know who I I didn't. Sure. She she transforms in that episode. Yes, yeah. Uh, I watched the Lord of the Rings two towers. Uh, Vanessa always watched the Lord of the Rings. We always watched into watching all the Lord of the Rings, the extended cuts as uh, around uh, around the New Year's, around her birthday. And so uh, she had already watched uh, when I was going to get her cake. She had already watched uh, Fellowship. So uh, by the time I got home, we sat and watched uh, Two Towers. And uh, yeah, still great after all these years. It's funny when they when those movies came out, my man Tim, you remember Tim? We used to work with mm-hmm. him. He absolutely loved those movies. He was so into those movies. And I was just like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I just didn't know. I didn't. And so I never gave them any any kind of do. And uh, it was years later with Vanessa really loving those movies that I sat and watched. I was like, oh, shit, I was wrong. These yeah, are great. I, I remember going to Circuit City with him to um to buy the movies. Nice. <laughs> and randomly, I watched The Eternals. Mm. The random of that is Vanessa watched Saltburn. Oh. And that dude who's in that movie is in, is one of the Eternals. And I was just like, mm, watch the Eternals. I watch the Eternals. I like that movie. Don't love that movie, but I do like it. And uh, I, I I very much enjoyed that. So that is all I've watched and listened to this week. Uh, is there anything else? Uh, I told you, newcomers would talk about Batman Returns this week. Um, that Doughboy shit, man. I I, I watched. He was watching it today, and you told me how you never expected them uh, them books to show up on the Doughboys. Yeah. That was bonkers. Yeah, that the almost all the black podcasts I listen to have talked about Quan Mills at some point. Um, this is, uh, I mean, of course, uh, at one point, Rod and Karen were going to do. Um, do some Quine Mill books. I don't think they ever got around to it because they were going, they had read okay. some other books, but like he's notorious and like has a big following on, on Amazon. And like, he has a ton of books and they are fucking hilarious. And the fact that they like, you know, it, it came around to the Doughboys. I'm like, I thought that was incredible. Um, I, I've always said like, I'm going into, I want to read one of those books one day because like, the, just the titles alone, like the the old thought next door. Um, <laughs> Mitch was so upset. He goes, "There's nothing in this book about roach." This is book. He was so upset. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah, Quan Mills is, uh, like I said, it's a it's one of those things that you never go uh, things gonna cross over, um, but it did. And um, yeah, tax season thoughts, the, the old thought next door. Um, don't call me crazy. I'm no, that ain't good. Um, this nigga got a small dick. <laughs> oh Lord, this boy don't got red stains on the back of his boxers. That is just like all different. Uh, yeah. Oh, this nigga got a small dick. Part two. <laughs> My baby mama is a loser. <laughs> I, I need you to understand. Doughboys was a clue on Jeopardy this week. It is a massive deal. And so for my man to show up in, the, in, in these things, those books are, are going to get a, a different kind of book. But see, first, I, they might not for, for two reasons. One, yeah, we know about them because of the obvious. But then he didn't even say it was a Quan Mills book. But I'm sure if they uh, they look it up on Amazon, they might find it. 
But um, yeah, man, it is. I don't know, though. <laughs> man. Um, I like I said, I, I might break down and buy one of those books. I don't know know about that one, but, but um, and you see, you see, you see, they in Libby. They're not. Oh, I already checked. I already okay. checked. Okay. Um, because I know this whole guy roaches in her crib. Um, it, they got one and two. <laughs> it's, it's more than one part. Um, what what I watched this week is pretty short. Um, I told you about going to the movies. Like, strangely enough, when I'm off work, I don't get to watch a lot of stuff I want to watch. But I did um, start um, the new season of um, of True Detective. Um, and I watched um, the TED series um, on Peacock, which was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Daniel? I watched uh, a Browns embarrassing playoff mm. loss. And I watched Ahsoka. Finished it. And uh it's alright. Like it didn't really like wow me per se. It was just solid. But also I don't have any connection to any of those characters because I didn't watch the Clone Wars show. Yeah. So for me it was just an alright Star Wars show. Um planning on watching Endor or Andor or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, that is about it. I haven't really um, done much watching of things uh, the last week. It's all good. Just re- relaxing vibes. You been bowling? I bowled for the first time in two months on Monday, and I wasn't very good. How's it feel to be back on the on the lanes, though? Mm, I definitely feel like. Uh, I need to get my strength back up, um, but it's nice to, you know, be out there. Um, granted, I'm off next week already, so mm. <laughs> back back for the first time almost two months, immediately off again. That's have, the life have, of, it, uh, of a sub. The, 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 the <laughs> yeah. Yep, I said box it into He's a mm. sub, y'all. <laughs> I do like being told what to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is all good. Uh, you know the deal is, please rate, review, subscribe, and share to this show wherever you can. Uh, that includes over YouTube. I, I, the audio versions of the show goes up on YouTube. I didn't put it up yet, but I will have it up there tomorrow. Yes, I'll have it up there tomorrow. By the time you hear this, uh, this will Yo, this one will be. I hope y'all. I, I will have edited and gotten up the same day, so you can get it on YouTube if you do. People listen like listen to shit on YouTube. It's weird, I, but they do, and so I, whatever. If you want to see the video version of this show, I make a video version of this show that is considerably less edited because I can't edit video like that. So uh, you get a pretty much a raw form of the show in video form if you join us at Patreon at the five dollar and above tier. Where hey, in general, if you got a couple of bucks toss away, join us on Patreon. If you are at the dollar tier, you get uh, what I give you. I'm not gonna lie to you, but you do get something every now and again. I'm just gonna give you something. But if you're at the uh, five dollar belt here, you got to get the the video version of this show. You'll get access to our our, our, our pre uh, Spotify catalog of shows and uh, the, any other things we do. And so uh, we hope you are so inclined to join us over there. We also have merch over tpublic.com slash user slash stage. Cr- you stays crunchy and milk all one word. 
And uh, feel free to give us a call or text us at 216-264-6311. That's 216-264-6311. We would certainly love to hear from you and hear from you. We mm. did. We have a few uh, comments, I guess, on the old website. Uh, on the Not the website, but on the uh, Spotify. Let me uh, pull that up. And I'll tell you. Post. Responded into what they responded to. Act is the button I need. All right. This is from uh, episode 520. I'm about a dollar. What the fuck is 50 cent wearing? Carrie <laughs> uh, Williams. Uh, Carrie hit us up and said, always meet your heroes. I always, it's always a 50 50 shot. They're going to be awesome or an asshole. Either way, you'll grow from the experience. And uh, that was from the question, never meet your heroes or always meet oh. your heroes. That's the question I put I put for the episode that week. Pounce back right quick. Next comment is on episode uh, 521, Sex uh-huh. Dick. Uh, the question was, where did your state end up on Cornhub's analytics? Had to write Cornhub because I didn't know how uh, Spotify was going to react to I said Pornhub. So just in case. So again, the homie Carrie, bro, the thought of that white lady saying sad beige baby made me cry laughing. My state, Mississippi, clocked, cl- clocked as furries, but I'm side-eyeing the results seeing this P-Hub blocked access in the mm. state. Hey, well, there you go. Thanks for that, care. And last one is from last week, Shoot the Kraken. No, week before last. So, well, no, um, Anna, you know what I mean. Uh, episode 522, Shoot the Kraken. Uh, I asked, what was Buddy's, uh, was Buddy's punishment too much? That's the one where, you know, old boy uh, told, uh, said his daughter was a uh, can't go to prom, can't have a car, can't go to homecoming because she uh, raci- racially bullied somebody out yes. of school. And again, Carrie responded, said, I don't think it was too much, but I do agree with the people who thought they should have a path to of redemption for the kid. Fully agree with that. It's, uh, it's, it, it is uh, necessary punishments, but also, yeah, punishments is one thing, but we, we have to work toward being uh, able to find uh, forgiveness. And, uh, that dad did not have that in his heart at that point in time. But uh, that was our, our little uh, feedback for this week. Thanks, uh, Carrie, for that. Thank I'm you. Saying. And thank you for all listeners and the like, uh, whoever. I guess I should check the email. Who knows? Maybe something popped up there. I think we in general check our, our direct line here, see if anybody jumped in. Uh, no, we have a, oh, hold on, what is this? Oh, we have some mm. spam. Or maybe spam. I don't know who this person is, but it's in the spam folder. So let's click on it and see what it is. It is spam. <laughs> it says invoice at, at sign pound, pound, pound sign payment status. And then has some numbers and it says dot TXT. And none of these things are actually links or anything like that. There. And it's no subject. So that definitely is spam. So we got spammed on that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's hilarious. Man, the, the, the internet streets really well. <laughs> but that is, of course, the 216 is on. Shunk Tatum. Yep. I was here. I told some stuff, and I'll be back next week, hopefully. Well, that is also the 216 is on. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to always like to repeat that to you. Uh, that is Lushbox 209. I do not allow. The two one six to claim ownership over me. <laughs> then you do about it. It's just where you were. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can you can bang with the four four O's, but would you? Would you? 
More likely the three three O's. Oh, where the the, my- the, the, the the massage parlors are located. I plead the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next see next week's newcomers is uh Batman Master of Phantasm, and I recently got a copy of that, a four K copy of that. So I might I might have to go and watch that so I can be a little more prepared for that episode. So I, I guess now. Also, man, you said if y'all ever want to see, I mean, I, if it came with a digital code and it's on movies anywhere, you know what I'm saying? It's on my movies anywhere account. If y'all want to see some of the movies I have, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. Holler your boy. You can say my password and enjoy my movies anywhere. <laughs> that having been stated, I am the Internet State Rose 713. You've just been podcast too. I know you loved it. We'll see you next week. Peace. What happened to your ass? It used to be beautiful.